All right, thanks everyone for joining us. Welcome to episode eight of the Island Green with Len. I'm Len, and that's Nick over there. Hello. Um, and uh, our partner that's not here, we always have to give a shout out to CoolBet.com. Uh, use the code Green100 and get a hundred percent of your deposit doubled. I am. I'll have to be honest. I'm like tapped out. I I messed up. I wish, but I wouldn't be if I bet some of my bets from last week anyway but uh <laughs> i hit the green this week yeah apparently you you hit one i i stopped uh i stopped with the crazy 10 team parlays and the uh odds the crazy odds and just went with uh, a kind of a normal bet i guess and yeah it came through this Doesn't week feel so. nice when they oh. when they come through yeah you got one i i have to give a shout out to last week's storyteller chris i'm not sure if he's going to be coming on again this week so because i haven't talked to him yet he may come on in a little bit but um he actually had last night a ridiculous parlay it was four teams or five uh hold on he sent it to me it's uh one two three four it was a four team parlay but Three of them were puck lines, meaning you got to win by two in NHL, and some of them were not the favorites. Anyway, all I'm going to say is, did it his, come through? Yeah. Oh wow! In a, in a in a big way too. It was uh, it was nice to see. Um, anyway, he was down to a couple of bucks too, so that was a good hit. Anyway, uh, yeah, make sure you check out CoolBet.com, and thanks to everyone that's done that so far. Um, they're uh, they're, they're, I, I love the site, and I love picking up these stranger picks and yeah. just being like, yeah, that's going to come in. Anyway. I wonder if you can reach out to the guy if it comes through and be like, hey, man. Yeah, I wanted to. Followed that your first, pick. That very first week Appreciate when I put it. like 12 bucks, I want 122 or whatever it was. Yeah. I'm like, Who's, who did that? I want to just kind of, hey, follow Actually, him more. I When I placed a bet, yeah. and then like two minutes later, I went into the... And you showed it showed up. It showed my bet in there. Same. I wonder if anyone that. followed me and said... That guy's a fucking moron. And <laughs> this guy won. is completely <laughs> devastating my bank account. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know if that should happened. show your win percentage beside your name whenever you're placing the bet. And be like, this guy's a seventy-two percent. It so should win cool advantage. Bet. Do that. That is unbelievable. My winning percentage would be like three percent. But anyway, yeah. it doesn't matter. That would be a really cool feature to have, especially for someone that's uh, yeah. really, really hot. Better. Um, of course, it's not good for them though. I guess everybody's going to follow the high percentage people, right? Right. Buddy, it, it is a beautiful day out there. Yeah. Um, We're recording on Wednesday, last day of March. And the last day of nice days by the look of the forecast. Rip the calendar page off for March and start fresh tomorrow. Why? I didn't yeah. look at the weather. Oh, man. Well, today it's like 13, 14 degrees. It's sunny. It's getting warmer as the day progresses. And then we're not going to see the sun again for another like week and a half. Okay. Yeah. So not great for the early, early starts that I've been uh, hearing about, rumored, and, and all of the rest of it. I heard as early as April 9th. Wow. Yeah, like that's a week and a half away. I'm not ready. I I am more than ready. I am more than ready. But I think with a bunch of rain, because that's the biggest problem, right? Things need to dry out and, and you know, grass sprouting up and all the rest of it. Um, but uh, with their forecast, that, that doesn't look good. Sorry, everyone. couple courses in Nova Scotia. They're playing today. Yeah. Uh, Fox Hollow, which I mentioned earlier, they're always, they are notorious for being open first. Yeah. They're right in Stewiak, right next to the old KFC uh, Taco Bell stop everybody makes on the way home from Halifax. I think our bubble's going to open up on time so yep. that we can yep. 
Nineteenth, yeah. I believe so. Yeah. Wait, is that is that where the where that elephant is? Mm, I don't think so. Mastodon Ridge or something when you're driving on the way to Halifax. Oh, I thought that was Stewiak. I thought there was an apple. Wow, we're, we're way off base here, but anyway, I, I know I know it's K- KFC Taco Bell. That's the one. That's the landmark I'm thinking about. That's the one that if you look up on the mountain, there's a great big elephant up there. They oh, used okay. to call it Mastodon Ridge. There used to be like a little. I don't know. Maybe there still is like a little amusement park thing there. Okay. Penn was. Hills is like on the next exit too, and so uh, I don't know if they're not opening it, but uh, Lost Creek, River Hills, a couple more. But I can't get over it. This is this is unreal. I was up. Uh, well, we we should talk about our guest. Uh, if you haven't seen our description uh, of the episode, we have uh, Giggity Giggy on uh, on our on our podcast. Yeah, we sent out a an early uh, little teaser image there, and everybody knew who it was. Kind of easy because I tagged him. You didn't send out our uh, my basketball uh, uniform. No, no, we're gonna we're gonna send that out one. Um, yeah, so we're recording. That's gonna ooh, that's gonna have to come out. What day is tomorrow? Thursday. That'll have to come out on Friday. That'll be fun. That's a fr- yeah. The that fr- is that's a, a Friday great special image. Um, yeah, good friend. What's the story oh. behind that, by the way? Because that, Halloween. Oh, it was just Halloween. Halloween. Yeah, old school versus new school. Okay, so, so now you know the backstory. So we'll we'll be posting that one. We can't not now. Yeah, um, um, good yeah. friend Trevor Giggy came on yesterday. Very really nice to have him. Good stories. Um, yeah, just great guy to talk to. Uh, you were out of it. Yeah, didn't have a good day yesterday. <laughs> Wes. Well, it's, I was going to mention that I also after the interview was over, I grabbed uh, my drone. Uh, I got a new drone, um, and it's like one of those racing drones, like it's fast as hell. And, and anyway, it's uh, so I was playing around with it up there, and it was also good because you get to kind of check out what the course looked like uh, from from above. And uh, I mean, that's yesterday at around I don't know noontime. And I mean, with all today's or whatever, the snow is going to be decimated. There wasn't a whole ton of snow on the course, and uh, that is a great thing to see. Yeah, just probably those hidden areas up in the woods and stuff, but that's yeah. that that's normal. Typical. That's going to be there till Typical. June sometimes. I don't know. I if I'm looking at the forecast, and if everybody out there is kind of looking at the forecast, it is like rain, 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 and nothing gets rid of snow quicker than than rain. But uh, and above above zero temperatures. What uh, what were you doing with the drone? Just checking out the course, or just. Practicing, dry run practicing this okay. thing's this thing's like not like your typical just buy it and you know learn a couple of things and away you go like this thing is this thing will go like 60 70 80 miles an hour and my you know what my goal is a little spoiler here for everyone my goal is and where i got this idea if you look on youtube for i think it's golf fpv or something like that people are like using these drones to follow the golf ball like basically as soon as you hit the drone follows the golf ball right up to the green or to the fairway or whatever. And it's like really, it gets really close to it and the whole thing. And with the goggles, it allows you to, to, to follow it that quick. Anyway, I don't know. I feel like, first of all, it's loud. So you're going to need someone. I mean, Murph, God love you, buddy. You're, you're not going to be able to do this because, you know, if anything's in your backswing or here, you're just, you're, it's not going to work out. But, um, like I'll get like Trevor or something like that. And then we'll, I'll tell him like when, and the drone will be approaching, and it's like, zzz, it's going really quick. And then as soon as he hits, it follows the ball out, 
And it's just cool. It's a really cool angle. Something I think different. I saw a behind-the-scenes kind of two-minute video of Titleist when they filmed their yeah, commercial. Yeah, same same sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Except those guys had more than one trip experience and correct, they know what yeah. they're doing, right? And, like, and the players even, like, when that thing came from behind the first time, zipping oh, yeah. by, they yeah. all kind of stopped and were like, what is that yeah. flying yeah. by? Yeah, yeah. So, listen, everybody out there, you want me out there practicing first. But, yeah, yes. I, I yes. felt like what well, yeah. you had mentioned that after having those goggles on, you just were kind of in a haze there. And that yeah. was kind of, that's what I felt like for the whole day yesterday. Was, <laughs> well, that, that happens. Yep. It wasn't a big deal. Anyway, Trevor was a pleasure to talk to. We'll get to him in a, in a little bit. Um, so I know we usually talk about the uh, PGA stuff later, but obviously the format was a little different last weekend. Match play. Yeah, it was, uh, well, we, there was two events going on. Yes. So we had the match play yeah. and uh, I don't know. Obviously, my if you listen to my picks, they were... Well, we'll talk about the picks later, okay. but what I want to talk about is just sort of like the match play format. Um, you know, well, what what are your thoughts on it? Do you like that more than stroke play? Do you, do you hate it? What's your thoughts on match play? I like match play. Uh, I don't know if, I mean, if I'm better at it than stroke play or whatever have you, but I like it because you can make a big number on a hole and it really doesn't matter. That you're only right up my alley. Yeah, you're only losing the hole, right? So just pick her up, walk to the next tee, say, yeah, nice hole, bud. Right. So if you're someone who makes a lot of birdies but maybe makes a lot of big numbers, it's probably a good format. Right. If you're kind of a guy... Staring at him right now. <laughs> yeah. If you're kind of a guy that's like your steady Eddie, fairway green, two-putt par, yeah. you're probably going to lean more towards stroke play. So I like match play because I make big numbers. <laughs> the same way. But if I'm hitting it good, I can... I can make a birdie. Yeah. So, uh, and I, I like match play. You know, you're facing the other guy and there's a bit of gamesmanship that might go on out there. Yep. Yep. Um, usually don't have to make too many three footers in match play, which is nice. They got, um, or you save them until they're about on 16 and then you make them make a three footer. So I don't think they did it last year. They used to have what they call, what is it? Art McKenzie, I think at Belvedere. That was a big match play tournament through the club. Like members would sign up and they'd play and there was no handicaps involved and you'd just go. And then, um, and I remember one year when I was playing well years ago, I had, I had Dave Shellington. I was three up on him. He wouldn't remember this. He played in so many of these, right? But I remember because I'm like, at the time, like Dave was one of the best players around. He still is. And, uh, anyway, I had him three up on, and I went to the 12th tee and then I started thinking about it. And like, I think we were shaking hands, like four holes later he beat me like 12 13 14 15 like just it was that's the other part it of did not work out in my you favor. run into somebody hot and you're not playing good it, yeah it can snow the snowball effect is real out there yeah. and it's just like yeah. in your head you're like i'm two down three down it's i feel bad for poor hand. dylan up at fox because he organizes a really nice match play up at fox meadow and again members sign up but handicaps are involved and you know <laughs> there's like it's great because like the, he does get a lot of members that that sign up, but you've got members that usually play sort of the forward tees or the back tees or whatever, and then you know you got to take the handicaps and they have to be sort of you know a legit handicap and then you take a percentage of that, and you know there's strokes given and whatever, and anyway he's tweaked it uh, and it's it's I thought last year it was a is a great tournament I did fairly well I think I came one. Jeff Kowalski beat me. Or Ryan Kwong. Jeez, I get them mixed up. All yeah, the you time. do. I think you got the. I, I totally messed that up last time. It was Ryan. Anyway, Ryan. God, I'm sorry, buddy. Shout out, Ryan. Um, he, he, 
spanked me the first match. It was my first loss, and it was double elimination. So then I won like six in a row or five in a row, feeling great. I got matched up against him again in like the semifinals, and he spanked me again. <laughs> he just, man, I don't know. I think it's his intimidating tee shots. Um, Great guy to play against, always. On the weekend, there uh, the alternate uh, alternate event was the uh, Punta Cana uh, Corrales, Corrales Punta Cana Open, and uh, a friend of mine, Mike, played real well. Yeah, he's your boy. I, we yep. were. I was. That was unreal. I was, yep, Gligic. Yeah. So I uh, messaged him there on Saturday night because he would think it was tie second last group going in Sundays. Messaged yeah. him, you know. Yeah. Get a good night's sleep, whatever. Don't drink too many beers, something funny. And did, he you, res- did you respond to it? Yeah, oh, yeah. Wrote, oh, yeah. So you guys are pretty tight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He wrote That's back. Unreal. He said thanks. Anyway, so uh, Sunday, I'm watching the match play and the crowds. I have a kind of the picture in picture going. Absolutely. And they're getting to hole 16, and we're about to have su- su- Sunday supper, you know. Yep. My wife made a nice little supper. I'm familiar with Sunday supper. Sunday yeah. supper. So they're usually a bit more fa- formal than our weeknight suppers. Anyway, so I came upstairs and said, ah, Mike's in on hole 16. You think he's one back at this point, you know? She's like, so you want to watch or eat supper in front of the TV tonight? I said, yeah, yeah, I want to watch it. She said, oh, hey, it's fine. So then the two two boys I have, they say, oh, can we watch supper, eat supper too? I said, yeah, come on down. So we all went down yeah. to the living room, got the screen up. Yep. And they don't know much about golf yet, but anyway, they said, who are we cheering for? I said, well, his name's Mike, and he's the guy in blue. Yep. So every time he came up on the screen, the kids would go, go boy, go guy in blue, go <laughs> guy in blue. Or I think on 17 or whatever hole was, he does a long second shot in, and they were saying, "Get it, hit it in from here, hit it in from here. And I said, no, you know, like, we want to get it close, boys. I'm trying to kind of explain as, as we go. Set their expectations right. a bit, yep. And then every time... Damon or Campos came on the screen, they'd say, mess up, mess up, mess up. And I was like, wow. You know what? Their their <laughs> etiquette might need a little bit of work. Um, yeah. So it was, it was awesome. Uh, like I said, his best finish ever on tour. Anyway, I, I texted him the story that uh, Monday, Monday said, you know, good playing. I told him kids were doing it and he just, he got a laugh out of it. So he's playing in Valero this week, but uh, he's, he is, he's eh? get, yep, he's, Love he's, it. he's getting there. Love anyway, it. It, was, it was pretty funny having the kids all cheering up the screen no idea who they're cheering for just calling to the color shirt and i uh hoping the other guys doff it man i i threw out that last uh, last minute i said top 20 roger sloan guys book it put it in your thing or whatever and he went he was at one point he was tied for i think fourth he was right up there and then he went bogey doubled in the last two and then i was like why did he you know bogey doubled the last two to finish 22nd but and then then i looked and then when i started watching the, the coverage i'm like oh i see why he finished bogey double i mean those were 18 was brutal <laughs> they were all brutal everybody's hitting their second shots coming up 50 yards short yeah campos anyway. campos's lip out was one of the most vicious lip outs i've ever seen i like, felt i felt pretty bad for him i did too but i but on the other hand and, and i want to finish this thought because joel damon and his caddy they're they're kind of a new follow for me andrew dunning got me onto them he just said they're beauties like just you know follow these guys and their relationship i was kind of reading up i'm sure a lot of people out there have as well but super special relationship between the two of them you know basically the guy had an eight-month-old baby um and his wife said you do this you know i got this you know we're all good blah 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 and he went on the road with with joel like back in the in the day just because he believed in him and wanted to have a good time and there's this letter that i wrote or that i wrote that he wrote to him that i read um and uh you, if you read it like it's it's so heartfelt and it's just 
I don't know. I felt it like the, the got when when Joel won, and it, it was such like his wife came out there, and she God love her. She was working two jobs, trying to support him because he wasn't making a whole lot of money. And like these are the stories that you just love to see uh, come through. Obviously, oh. we would have liked our Canadian boys to to take that title, but I'm know. going home tonight and seeing if Lana will take care of the things around. The, <laughs> make one last run yeah. at it. I'm yeah. gonna, I want to make one last run at it. <laughs> Speaking of tight finishes, uh, speaking of one, one I was really hoping to uh, be holding a trophy for our recording today, but me and Mark uh, got nipped at the Blue Lobster Cup. Yeah, disappointed yeah, I to see. Saw that, but uh, Connor Lee and Mark McKenna shot a fifty-nine to to get us by two. So, yeah, I was talking to Connor today, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was saying you pigeons didn't know what hit you. No, we got blinded. <laughs> but what they didn't realize was they they forgot to pay for the skin money. So the skin they would have sought us off actually cashed out for us. So so I was asking it all evens out. All evened out. I worked or I, uh, I I asked him if he played a lot of sim golf, and he basically said that he'd never touched a simulator before March. And this much he got to play like Belvedere twice. He got to play in Brudenell, Mill, Mill River. Uh, so it's been a pretty good March for him. Yep, the boys the boys played pretty good. Anyway, second, also second place. Of course, out there, Avondale. Of course, if anyone knows here, he's like the GM. Um, is he the head pro? No. No, no, that's Bolin. Um, but uh, anyway, GM out there in Avondale, and he says that the course looks unreal. They're they're getting excited. They were they were looking for also for an early start. I mean, obviously, Avondale, Stanhope, uh, Anderson Creek, those are you're typically like uh, – open up early type courses, uh, Avondale especially. I think they've been my, my my go-to first round of the year for the last couple of years. But anyway, they were looking, and uh, they're pretty pumped about it. But again, uh, weather outlook does not look great. I was out at Stanhope this morning uh, looking around, and the snow is still in the usual spots, but yep. uh, lots of melting going on. No frost. On, so. No frost, No, though. definitely like, no frost. Of, none of that. So. Lots of renos out at Stanhope this year. That'll be... I'll have to go check those out. Won't even, I won't even notice the place. It. Yep. I, uh, I definitely look forward to it. There's, uh, oh, did you see the, um, some of the, uh, uh tournaments got, uh, yes. Golf mania. Golf mania. Our boy, Ben, he, he throw out a, uh, a couple of, uh, they'll probably be filled by the time we, this podcast even goes online. They don't, uh, they don't last long. You're not, you're not wrong. So they got one as early as May 1st. Uh, the swing into spring, May fifteenth. The spring slam. The f- uh, that was it. Yeah, what's that? Two weeks later, and then May twenty second, twenty third. They've got their spring Cavendish Cup, which he uh, talked about when he was on here. So, and and there's a there's an Anderson Creek Open too, isn't there? End of May. Yeah. So it's like four weekends in a row they're rocking events out at Anderson's Creek. I'm just looking at the Cavendish Cup poster here. May twenty second, twenty third. Two person scramble. Spring Slam is also a two-person scramble. Love these two-person scrambles. And the Swing in the Spring is a four-person scramble. Four-person scramble. So get your womp entry, womp. get your registrations in, and those they fill up pretty fast. Yeah, yeah, that, those are awesome. And, uh, yeah, so if anybody, any of the other courses or managers or GMs that are out there want to get sort of their tournaments listed out or, or shout out, we love to let people know. Um, you know, more more golfers out there, the better, as long as they got room for us. Yeah. Well, one question I was going to ask you, actually, about kind of the season opening, and that is, yeah. are you a practice guy and then play, or is it all play? 
Like, are you the guy? We go to the range and hit a couple buckets and then go home. Or when you go to the golf course, is it to play? Is it to play? Uh, last couple of years has been totally different. And what's good about that is that it's actually there has been a reflection in the handicap because I used to two years ago, Wednesday after work, I'd always go up to Fox and I would just spend hours chipping. And of course, I was having a lot of issues chipping. So. Uh, but I would. I'd go up there and I'd, I'd hit a bucket of balls and then I'd go over to the chipping area and, and I'd practice chipping. And my rule was is that I wasn't allowed to leave. I'd, I'd chip for, say, like a half an hour. And then then I'd basically, my rule was I can't I can't leave until I chip two in. And um, anyway, so I would do that. And then, you know, I did it every time, but sometimes I made it pretty easy on myself too. So anyway, but uh, yeah, so that's what I would do. Um, and I found that... Uh, I mean, the, to me, it's like short game is where you really need to, you know, to, to to score and all of the rest of it. So that's what I that's what I did. But yeah, no. So I'll um, if I'm going out for my very first round, good chance my very first round, I'm just getting right to the tee. But I do like hitting like a bucket of balls or a couple before before a round. And you know, if it happens, great. If not, not the end of the world. You? I like practicing, but. I find if you don't practice with a purpose, you end up just finding a groove, and it might not be the right groove. Like anybody can sit up on the range, say, and hit fifty-eight irons. Yeah. After five or six, you're going to start to hit them fairly well, straight and good. We're listening to, to Trevor talk about the, his driving range there. Remember when we were right? Anyway, we won't, we'll talk about that during the interview. But you're yeah. going to find the he groove, found right? Yeah. Right. So. What I find helpful for me is almost practice like you play, where you'll hit maybe a, a wood or a long iron, grab a mid iron, and maybe grab a wedge, and then go back and do it again, and, and just kind of, rather than swing the same club, say, 20, 25 times in a row. Yeah. Now, this is if I'm going to practice. If I'm going to yep. go warm up before a round, you know, I'll probably spend 15, 20 Five minutes. drivers, five wedges, five, yep. you know, whatever, yeah. Yep. No, and I used sense. to have a superstition, though, and obviously it didn't work, but... When I played a tournament, I wouldn't hit any balls before I teed off. Really? Yeah. It was bad luck. If I hit balls before I teed off, I played bad. It's like me in goaltending when uh, I don't want to warm up. I want like five shots and I just go sit in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I'd get to a tournament and everyone's like, okay, hey, we got to get there an hour early. I get to hit the balls. You know, Trevor and Nick, we used to tra- we travel together, so we have to take the car. Yep. So their tee time's... We're ten, always later than ten. yours on Sunday. Yeah. And uh, we always there. Actually... <laughs> We used to have a, a little game we'd play when we were on the road for these tournaments. So we're, we'd have to stay in hotel rooms, obviously. So we'd get a deal through, like the PGA of Canada Atlantic would have a deal set up with the local hotel for a, the best rate. Right. So we would call and we'd get a room and there's three of us. So we're not going to get two rooms. So we're going to get one room with two uh, queen size beds. If we did get a cot, we would try. But if not, the rule was... Low man on the first day gets the bed to himself on, like the, the for the sleep. Unreal. And the other two had to share. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Just, I, in, uh, just, a, you know, I would I, imagine. I had, had a, lo- I had a lot of, uh, <laughs> a lot of cuddle buddies. <laughs> a lot of cuddle buddies. <laughs> there wasn't many alone sleeping nights for me. <laughs> so basically, the game was. Who has to sleep with Frid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And the boys would battle it out. And after the round on the car ride home, I'd say, boys, who, who and, you know, Peter say, it's you and me tonight, bud. I'd say, all right. <laughs> so that was the game we used to play was uh, low man gets the bed to himself. God, man, I, I miss, like, I, I want to do a lot more 
golf road trips? I mean, obviously we have so many, you know, we're all excited about like, like, you know, Annis Creek just has those four weekends in May, right? Like, and, and that's great, but man, I want to find an off Island, you know, yeah. two man, four man, whatever to go off Island and, and just spend a weekend. And, but there's you know, some good ones. There's PGA, the, the Callaway one, you played in it, didn't you not? The uh, one that was at Brunello, the two man? No, I didn't play in okay, that one. Okay, a good no. one. Um, there's another one but Amherst. The other funny thing about like you'll you'll hear later Trevor talk about, you know, going away for golf and that stuff is like the trips you go far away are fun, but sometimes like you said, just the trip to Moncton, just the trip to Halifax is fun. And we'd go away and mine and Nick Peter's rule would be when we go away for an event, we don't eat anywhere that we can get in Charlottetown, right? You go to a restaurant that you yeah. can't eat in your hometown. Yeah. That's yeah. a lot probably a lot of people's rule. Yeah. So after the round, we all finish with where are we going? And Trevor is a creature of habit like you wouldn't believe. Right. Uh, I'm good with just some Wendy's, boys. Some oh, my Chicken God. strips and a junior bacon. I don't know. I'd have to throw the flag up there because uh, when we went over a couple years ago, that Mountain Woods tournament that we talked about. Keg, um, keg it up. He, he, went, he wanted to go to the keg. Oh, well, that's, that's so different. Me, if, there's, if there's a keg there. And, yeah. and Peter's went to, went to, but Moxie's is good. Moxie's, oh, Moxie's great is great. Over there. Scenery's nice. Um, <laughs> so... I, I had this written down uh, just because Heather Fudge um, out there, shout out. Hi, Heather. She she wrote a post, and it got me to thinking, have you ever been hit with a golf ball? No. You lucky bastard. You? Yeah. I got, and it's it's not a bad story, actually. I So I moved to the island in 1991. Uh, a lot of folks think I'm an islander. I'm not. I moved over from Halifax, 1991, Dartmouth, the dark side. And um, anyway, I uh, the one of the first rounds that i played on the island in fact it might have been the first round i went out with my dad and we went out to glen afton and uh we were walking down this is not a joke we were walking down i know it's the first time i played glen afton i'm not 100 percent sure it was our first round on the island i think it was we're walking down the fairway on number one i hit my tee shot over to the right and i was walking down and dad used to tell this story and laugh his head off because he he everybody heard four Dad ducked, brother ducked, I looked around. Anyway, of course, I look around, and it hits me right in the shoulder blade on the back. Uh, and anyway, I think it one-hopped or something because it didn't, you know, knock me off my feet or anything else like that. But anyway, yeah, uh, that was my, and anyway, so I was That would have been fine. the boys coming down the par five off the tee? The, yeah, they've switched their holes around, I think. But yeah, yeah, it was coming down towards the. Did it hurt? Uh, towards the barn. No, not a big deal. <laughs> but just the once, though. I don't think I've ever gotten hit uh, again. Knock on wood, for God's sake. Anyway, yeah, I was just kind of curious. Uh, that was a good question, and I remember that story. So no, I'm, usu- I'm usually so far off the beaten path that no no ball's finding me. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I don't have a whole lot. Um, do you want to go bring it over to our interview with Trevor? Yeah, he was, uh, like I said, he was super fun to have on the, from the parts that I remember recording. And... Uh, I'll probably be listening to it for the first time as you guys are. So, all right. So let's take it over to Trevor. Enjoy, guys, and uh, thanks again, Trevor, for for coming on. Take it away. All right. Our next guest has been a uh, well a staple here at Fox Meadow for the better part of a very quick fifteen years. Which, I mean, do the math. They've only been open for twenty, so it's uh, he's been here for quite a long time. Uh, we're sitting in the Fox Meadow. Uh, clubhouse right now he's the head professional here uh he's the organizer of one of the best men's nights to ever have uh been created in pei 
on a regular basis, he teams up with Sean McDougal, takes money off Dimitrov and, uh, Jimmy, and P. Jimmy P for as long as I can remember. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Island Green, Trevor Giggy. Thanks, boys. Thanks. I appreciate it. Uh, it's great to be on. That was that was a great mean, intro, Lenny. Not a bad one. Not a bad one. Well, it's, it all it. comes. I, I'm glad I was able to throw Jimmy P and uh, and and uh, and uh, Dimitrov under the bus because usually I take one of their spots and you take money it's off true. me. So I'm pretty pretty happy to be able to just do that. Um, <laughs> Plus, we got to give Jimmy P some love. Yeah, yeah, the players' champ. <laughs> he is the players' champ. <laughs> my, and, my and now pl- I don't have to work him into the conversation, so it's great. It's perfect. Yeah, he probably was asking. Actually, I would imagine you said, "Yeah, I'm going to go on the." podcast can you mention me yeah oh yeah he wanted to be all about him yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah well that makes sense yeah. well let's move on yeah <laughs> and quickly um <laughs> moving, moving on uh gigs uh you you've been mentioned many times in our podcast so far uh it's nice to have the legend sitting here in front of us here today we are um the the clubhouse looks like it's in in uh well organized right now <laughs> Oh, um, it's, it's ready to be ready to open tomorrow. Can't it looks keep like up with the boxes. Holy! Let's see what the day is today. March twenty ninth, March thirtieth today, and uh, yeah, you got some work to do here. But was Sean Trigger happy when hey. he was uh, on the B two B ordering sites? Yeah. <laughs> we know what we're doing. We know what we're doing. We're fine. There's a there's we're a fine. method. It's, it's organized confusion. We we got it. It's 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 not clean until it is, and it'll look good. Once we're ready to go. Yeah, I can't wait, actually. Now, you know, the sun's shining in on us right now. This is getting exciting. The uh, practice green out there, nice and clean. What's it, uh, what are we looking like? How Have you been talking to... Um, uh, the Mindful Super? The Jeez, the, well, my brain is mush today. <laughs> have you talking to Paul? Uh, how's how's everything uh, No, looking? no, I don't talk to Paul. He's just the GM, and we but we don't communicate. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, of course we talked about well, it. Well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe <laughs> once a, once a week, once a day. What what's the what's the scoop? Yeah, no, things are great. I think everyone's in the same position, and uh, yeah, it's as good as you can expect right now. And we expect a, a great season. I think the greens are in good shape, and that's all really anybody cares about, anyway. Pretty so. much, yeah. The fairways right. can be shed, and we nobody exactly. would care. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, we have a long way to go. It's we still got a you know five weeks probably before we're before we're flying. So anything can happen in that amount of time. But but for now. We're real happy. I told Trevor before we came on, we're get, we have to get the Mindful Super on here, but we don't want to get him during yoga hour. And he it's can, important. He's going to do the whole interview in downward dog position. <laughs> I, I may join him. I'm a big hot <laughs> yoga guy. No question. No question. So, Trevor, okay, we like to do this for everyone because God knows, I, I don't know, you know everybody in this industry, but, you know, for some reason there's some folks out west that are listening to this. Give a little backstory. How'd you get into the go- how'd you get to the position that you're at right now? Um, and don't take too long because it gets really boring. Oh, absolutely, it would. Yeah, especially <laughs> nobody cares, anyways. But um, actually, I, I am because you took the golf program too, right? Yep. Okay. Yep. No, but before yep. that, right through that, way before that, way, 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 way back, right, way back, right. Yeah. So everybody's got their own story about how they became, uh, you know, professional or into the golf industry. So I was. I've been extremely blessed all the way right for right from the get go. So my father is Ron Giggy. Yep. Who, anyone who's played golf in Legend. the eighties, nineties, early that two thousands, on PEI or especially on Eastern Prince Edward Island, everybody knows him. And I, and I still to this day, you know, I get I get asked if I'm related to Ron. So he got his start in in uh, uh, Brudenell with Harry Simmons, who who hired me here. Who used to be the GM. Yeah, Fox Meadow. So Harry was a Harry, GM, yeah. and Ron was the dad. Was the he had professional at Brudenell. Yeah, 
they were there for a long time quite a long time and so I came along in 84 and I mean as long as I can remember I would you know I basically had my childhood I grew up at Brutonelle which is like a blessed childhood it's not you and Lori yeah exactly yeah. exactly yeah she used to babysit me actually did Lori she did yeah no way, way back in the day yeah 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 <laughs> oh and maybe God. not maybe only a couple times but so anyway so I yeah I, I would uh, you know I remember it quite vividly when I'm five six seven years old driving dad down to uh Brudenell and Dad's old Chevette, five thirty in the morning, five forty-five in the morning, and and no I would way. basically go to work with him for the entire day, and just hang out at Brudenell as a six, seven, eight-year-old. And, and what was he doing then? Like in the shop or? Yeah, pretty much everything. He'd be there, like open. So to what close, would you be doing? I, I don't. I just hang around, hung around. And, he wouldn't put uh, you to work or anything. Yeah, yeah. I, I did the you know some odd jobs, counting range balls. I didn't have you know machines back then, so I would be in the back shop, and the range balls would come in, and I'd be. You know, counting thirty per bag, and probably you know pocketing I mean? a few. And, yeah, maybe. <laughs> and uh, anyways, so I, you know, I'd spend a ton of time on the putting greens. They had a couple of nice putting greens there in the driving range, and eventually got old enough that we could go out and play. So I had a couple of buddies that went down, and you know, we'd go down for the day and play nine holes, come in, have some lunch, go back out, play the back nine, yep. putt and chip around, and then it's time to go home. Rough, so. rough. Oh. It was brutal. It was brutal. But I always joke. I have two older sisters, and I always joke with them because I have no idea what they did in the summer. So I'm like, "What did you guys do? <laughs> did you guys have a good summer this year? Exactly. Back on first day of school, coming yeah. back. <laughs> How's your summer, guys? Oh, hey, you go, you got taller. Nice. <laughs> did Ron play a bit? Not much. No, no. he no. didn't. No, no, not really. They okay. had their like their Sunday, they, and they still do sometimes down there. Their peanut butter crew. Okay, they make some peanut butter sandwiches and head out. <laughs> Yeah, all uh, right. For a nice morning round, and yeah. All right, so you were you were you were a course rat basically. Yep. yep all, all the summers. Yep. Um, and uh, obviously, as goes the tale, you get pretty good, big interest in it. Um, did you did you play a lot of junior golf? Yeah, yeah, I did actually. Yep, yeah, Dad really? got me involved in the old Tuesday tour. Okay. Run by Martin Elzinga and uh, yep. Steve uh, Steve Yunker at Steve one Yunker. point. Yep. So yep. I started with the nine hole Tuesday tour and just went through the order of merit pretty well as early as you could start until right until I yeah. got out of junior and. Okay. Yeah. So then you uh, decided once you were out of junior, you're in that sort of you know adolescent age. Let's. Uh, Let's make this a career, or let's see what uh, what happens. Well, it's funny actually. And I you didn't, go to the infamous. I yeah, I didn't really. Uh, I didn't really plan for it. I guess I should say, but uh, I was uh, so Ron moved into to Belvedere in the nineties, yep. early early nineties, I think, and he was a head pro there, and Harry was the general manager there as well. So. They kind of followed each other around a little bit, which is good. They made it's a like good hockey team. coaches. You just bring exactly. all of your crew over. Yeah, yeah, they made a great team though. So, anyway, yeah. so I'm. Probably way too young to have a job, like 12, maybe 13. And, and I think we were at the beach or something like that that day. Uh, and we just stopped. Having, Dad was at work, so we happened to stop by Belvedere. And he's like, uh, uh, it, might, it was just early afternoon, like 2 or 3 o'clock. And he's like, do you want to work? <laughs> I'm like, uh, okay, sure, whatever. <laughs> we just come back from the beach. I didn't have like, my things on. Like, I'm not dressed for it. He's like, oh, it doesn't matter. So they gave me a golf shirt and... Stuck me in the back shop at 12, 13 years old, and I'm scrubbing clubs and putting clubs away really? for the members. Yeah. Belvedere. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Okay. All right. And, uh, and then the rest was history. I kind of ran through the ranks at Belvedere. And, yeah. Yeah. And then and you were enrolled in the, in the golf program? Yep. Rumor was you fell asleep in the starter's hut at Belvedere before. <laughs> Can you confirm or deny that? I can't confirm nor deny that. What year are we talking that. here? Like, what, what year are you... 
going through probably like late nineties, okay. ninety seven, six kind okay. of thing. And then so yep. I was there for quite a while. Yeah. At Belvedere. And then I then two thousand four, two thousand five I came over here. Okay. Um and uh all right, but before we get to that, so you went to the infamous Holland College yep. golf program. Mm-hmm. Did you do three years? Yep. And you got your, you know, pro card obviously in that third year or whatever. Correct. Who were your main instructors at the at the golf program? Well, I, as a longtime listener of this podcast, I you know I know they've been brought up a few times, but it was definitely Mernian was at the at the helm for sure. Okay. Yeah. And then Blair and Jeff and Chris were the kind of the golf main trip? core. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where'd yeah. you go? We did Sawgrass. Uh, so we worked at Sawgrass. We did the Nike, the Nike, yeah, Fred, the golden Nike balls that. that we're on the same. Oh yeah, I forgot that. Yeah, I, I, I forgot it was yeah. you guys same. in the same yeah. year. That's right. Two thousand three, yeah. we laid eyes on each other for the first time. <sighs> It was a love at first sight. I, I did look up those. <laughs> I did look up those golf balls too. I couldn't find any, so I feel like if you they would were have real. had them, yeah. if you kept a couple, like put yeah. them in the yeah. pocket, they're buried in the box, some boxes somewhere. I don't, I don't know. We made a couple moves since then, so is that yeah. right? Yeah, well, you might have still uh, have. Yeah, a couple, it might eh? be around someday. We yeah. actually find went it. to Moncton together to get our cards. Yeah, um, that was quite the experience. It was 2005 because <clears throat> I just before I had moved away. So yeah. it was you, me, Strang, Shh. Kyle Strang, Kyle Strang. But yeah. did Sean caddy for you and Jimmy caddied for? Or we had some caddies come over. Just no, that was the Mon- that was the Moncton uh, Moncton Open, or that was the uh, Tour Championship. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yes, for the card. We all yes. caddies. You had uh, Ben Cook, I think. Yes. Yeah. So you. And I had Jimmy. So yeah, and you got your card that. Yeah. In Moncton. That yeah, day. that was yeah. I was the only one on the trip, which yeah. made the drive home pretty awkward. <laughs> I'm on the phone. I'm calling, calling my uh, my girlfriend at the time, my parents. I'm like, yeah. Everybody else seat. is just quiet. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We're in the back seat asking if we can stop for something to eat. Yeah, <laughs> jumping like, out hey, the window. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I got it. <laughs> What'd you shoot in order to get it? Uh, Do you remember? Yeah, I think so. Uh, my goal going in, it's a small. It's only, at that time, it was like a, a standalone event. There's maybe only 12 or 13 guys that oh, okay, yeah. tried in. Yeah, so yeah. my goal was to win the event, and I figured if I won, that I'd have a good chance to get Shh, Probably a right? so good chance, yeah. We were playing at Moncton, uh, in River Moncton Golf Club in Riverview, and uh, it's a par 70, I believe. It's a good track. It's a fun little course. I had some good experiences there, obviously. Um, so I think I was 72 or 71 the first day. So a lot of shots to play with. Like I think you had to be 78, 79 or something, or something like that. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. So... But I tell you, standing on 18T, and I was only a couple over on the second day, too. Yeah, okay. And so I'm standing on 18 with, like, probably 11 shots eight, to play yeah, with. I yeah, yeah. I'm like, I could make a 14 and be fine, but I'm the nerves, <laughs> it doesn't matter. And 18's, like, you could hit it sideways either way. You've got two yeah. whole, two complete fairways on either side. Yeah. And you're still just, like, get me in the hole. <laughs> just do something. Anyways, I proceeded to obviously to snap hook it, like, two fairways over. Gosh. And then, yeah. Did you? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I I I almost whiffed it, and it went it went sideways, <laughs> and I was I was on uh, so it was number eighteen. I think number nine runs parallel to it. Okay. And I was on the left side of nine fairway in the rough actually. No so way. I, it was, was it? Ter- I didn't have any bushnells, so I just kind of guessed at the number. And the clubhouse is like right behind the green too. So was the tour championship at Moncton when I ran out to the fairway? To yeah, t- dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. To tell you that you were like Dirty. one stroke up with one to go. This he, is my this is my friend. He didn't know because there's no leaderboards. Why would you do that to a man? So I told his caddy. You already know that he's a mental like he's got issues. <laughs> Middle of eighteen fairway. Just just to let you know you're only got one shot lead now. <laughs> <laughs> 
surprised you let <laughs> him in the building. Three or four, I think. Like, yeah, it was. Like that. Yeah, I was. I was. See, that's. What, I was toughening him up mentally. Oh yeah, yeah. You and Earl Woods. Pretty much the same. Uh, All right. Well, you got her done. You got her done. Yeah, so yeah. okay. So you got her done, and then uh, you get over here. Was this like right out of school? You came to Fox. Yeah, uh, two thousand. It was. Uh, it was. I think my second year. Holland College, so it might have been even 2004, maybe it's longer than 15 years, I don't know, but anyway, so Chris Irwin was Chris pro at here, the time, yeah. and Jeff yeah. A. Fleck was here uh, as an assistant, and Craig Lamb was here as an assistant, and I just started as a as a starter, basically starter back shop guy, and kind of worked my way up. I remember then, that, actually. Yeah. I remember you, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And uh, um, did you want to go into the, the first, like, uh, probably 04 or whatever, um, the... Uh, the Titleist Fitting Seminar that, uh, that, yeah, that you might have... <laughs> you got some uh, some background I information might, I might have heard something. Uh, what was that all about? Uh, maybe you should ask Jeff. Jeff Affleck <laughs> might be another good source for he that. Might, he uh, might be the one that told me to yeah. ask you about it. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was. I know it was. Um, uh, yeah, he also so, said you might not want to talk about <laughs> it. <so>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was kind of my first uh, first for- foray into that uh, well, you'd be nervous. situation. So yeah, I was. Uh, well, yeah, kind of. It was, but it was a pretty relaxed trip. I mean, you can imagine if you're traveling on a road trip with Chris and Jeff, you're you're in oh, trouble right from the get go, yeah, right? Yeah. So, you know, I was probably. 19 i think yeah. so i'm just along for the ride right yeah. and then just things you know they kind of got out of hand and escalated a little bit and we had some fun in downtown halifax and okay mm. all right and uh okay so it really has anything. nothing to do with the fitting itself no no other than the fact that i it was uh tough to keep the old eyelids open during the next morning we should <laughs> say we started i think 8 30 and uh yeah yeah there might have been some head drops there so was chris doing fittings back then yeah i think so so he would go off island, like he, but he didn't have his job. No, that he has no, now. no, 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 no. He was the head pro at Fox, so he didn't have. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Mike Rowan was the Atlantic sales rep at that time. There's more to that story that I'm yeah. that we're missing, but we'll, we'll get that. <laughs> get it out of him later. Yeah, yeah. Off the record. Yeah. Go upstairs no to the hunt, hunt. Go up to Hunters of the Den and get a beverage or two into him, mm. and then all the stories will fly. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so Chris was the the the, the head pro here. Um, basically, he he moved like from here right to his current position with yep. Tyler's foot joy. Yep. So um, you basically you took over for him right after, correct? correct? Yeah. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> and uh, that must have been must have been pretty pumped about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I, I kind of had an idea because because at that time I think Jeff had moved on and Craig yeah. Atlanta moved on and and it was essentially just him and I, so I kind of figured. And I had my class A at the time, and yeah. or at least was on that path. So it was just kind of a easy transition, I guess. Yeah, for sure. And you've been uh, you've been enjoying it ever since over here. It sounds like absolutely. It's it's a great spot. We have a lot of fun here. So much fun. I'm well aware. Yeah. <laughs> As uh, so, how long has the men's night been going here? Like um, six six years, I think, or maybe yeah. Last year, I think, was a sixth season. Yeah, I think. And as far as numbers, yeah, you have about on Thursdays, uh, eighty. Yeah, you have that much. Yeah, the last year was probably the best year, and we probably averaged best year for a lot of places. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we averaged probably seventy-five. I would say, which is pretty good. Okay, topped out I think eighty-seven or something like that. So. The, uh, <clears throat> yeah, uh, it's been popular. It's been great, and it's a lot of fun too. It gets me out as well. Any changes for this year? No, not really. Maybe a couple, a uh, couple sponsors. 
Oh, um, yeah, coming like on that. board. Whoa, so that right. should make things, uh, you know, elevate things a little bit more. And I like it. Get some more people out. It, hopefully, is it a, so is it a lot to organize? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say I'd I'd carve probably six hours a week out. I would say for it with scoring and everything, and yeah. I just got a message. I just got a note literally right now from Jimmy P. And he just said, make sure you tell the story of when oh, Fred geez. came out and no, he told didn't. him he had a three shot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't. He literally did. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. He had like a three shot lead. And <laughs> Fred came to meet told him, him halfway down the 18th, <laughs> told him he had to part a tie. <laughs> See? I made him stronger. No. You had, you, you could play. You were. You made a, a, quite a bit of money playing-wise. Yeah, I, I was going to ask I, you I, about I your professional career. Oh, playing-wise, you know, I've, I've top, top dog. I'm okay with that. Yeah? Yeah, he had a couple of really good seasons. and yeah, A couple of Cabot Pro-Ams under your belt? Yeah, yeah, what a time that is. But, uh, yeah, no, a couple good, solid wins, a couple zone championships, which is our kind of major. So do you think that – do, do you think – getting into that a little bit, um, do you think that the like the pro circuit – I mean, it kind of took a dive the last, say, five years. No? Mm-hmm. Probably? Oh, oh, yeah, definitely. But that's not that's not specific to us. That's all competitive golf. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. The amateur so, numbers are down. And, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. then, uh, but uh, it seems to be kind of going the opposite direction now. Yeah. It seems to be going good. Yeah. A little bit better. Yeah, I agree. It kind of ebbs, ebbs and flows a little bit, and yeah, I think it's kind of on a rebound now, and guys are getting getting it a little bit more, getting a little more competitive again, because people are playing more now, so they, you know, get more get more confidence in their games and they feel like they can compete so i just think for a while there the 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 team events took over right the two man a lot of the some people just don't like putting their tee in the ground and turning it in a scorecard after they just want to go out have fun listen to music so there was a couple years there where numbers have like trevor said amateur numbers way down our pj can atlantic events way down but we integrated, well, the PJ can integrated team events now, so you can still do the team events, and that kind of might get the juices flowing, and then for the individual events. Speaking of juices flowing, mm. you're a big music guy. You love having music out there. Yeah, yeah, oh, absolutely, yeah. Would you yeah, have it in tournaments even if you, you had the option? No, no, no. So you haven't seen me in tournament mode. I'm different. No. I'm totally different. Well, I've seen you in the LCFM. You yeah, know, like yeah, that's, exactly, uh, yeah. The Live yeah. Close to Fox <laughs> Meadow tournament. Uh, I thought that's as serious as Trevor got, but no. maybe no, not. No, no, there's another level. There's oh, is there? Gear, yeah. Okay, yeah. you need Sean on the bag for that? Exactly, And, and exactly. then you just kind of, you know, levels you out? Absolutely. You're absolutely. like you're like Gino and hey. uh, and Joel Donovan. Yeah, Dan exactly. Out there. Yeah. I'm just one of the boys on Thursday. That's That's always been my mentality, so. Okay. Go have some fun on Thursday, and that's it. So then, when uh, when when tournament comes, that's when the clubs go flying, and you know, like we break down the fairway. No, the opposite. The opposite. What do you mean? In tournaments? Yeah. Yeah. No. No. It's, it's you're, reserved. You're reserved. It's absolutely. Really? Yeah. 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 No question. No fun. Well, we got to get quiet. that Trevor no because fun, it yeah. sounds like that Trevor is a lot better than a uh, lot better player. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> At one time, maybe, but no. All right. So. Uh, you touched on his, his pro career, and, I, and I'm always kind of curious because uh, I don't know, I'm sure we have, but uh, like Jamie and such, but uh, your first pro win. Mm. Uh, I remember clearly. Tell us about it. Yeah, it was at uh, Oakfield. It was our zone championship. Outside Nova Scotia. Yeah, yeah. Hal- just outside Halifax. Enfield Buddy Vines pro there, Ryan by the O'Connell airport. now. I don't yeah. know. Do you know Ryan? Yeah. You do, eh? Yeah. Okay, yeah. nice. Yeah. Shout yeah. out. Yeah, Ryan, what's up? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hi, buds. <laughs> Anyway, so I we had just I was at the working at the golf academy at the time, so I was I did take a brief hiatus from Fox Meadow and worked there 
teaching, which was a great well, experience. Well, hiatus own, but across the parking lot. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And in sure. the fall, I would come back. So I was never detached fully from Fox. But anyway, so I yeah. was working there at the time, and I traveled over with uh, Sean Joyce yeah. and Justin Butt, who is out west now. He's a Newfoundland. He's a Newfie. Okay. And he's out west now. He's a great guy, a couple good guys. So we traveled over, and I had no expectations, and I hadn't been playing great up to that point. And honestly, I had absolutely no swing whatsoever. Like, no, no idea. No good swing thoughts. Going. Yeah. So, Left, right. <clears throat> yeah. I'm, I'm not a big pro-am fan. Okay. In terms of the golf, like I like playing with the, that's the my, guys. That's my jam. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fred's <laughs> a Friday player. <laughs> Not a weekend guy. So uh, anyway, so I play with uh, actually Tim Shive and Tanner Gayton, who Tim is the owner of Penn Hills and Tanner works there. Tanner's the head pro there now. So we're playing with them in the Pro-Am and I'm hitting it everywhere. I okay. think I was like 86 in the Pro-Am. It was so bad. Nice. So, anyways, we hang out in Halifax uh, that the night before the first event. And Might have went the downtown. First day. No, I don't think so. Really? Yeah. No uh, title is fitting. I don't know. I want to no, call, no, call. Yeah, I want to call bullshit on that. You're no, downtown. No, no. It's a road trip. <clears throat> no, you know, it's uh, okay. No, no right. we were, we were yeah. good. We were all. We were all. Serious. Figured he just he shot 86. Know. He knows he's not yeah. going to be good the next couple of days. Exactly. So might as well get tie one on. He's evolved. So, he's a little more fun on the on the tournament road trips now. How big is this field? That's. They were. This was kind of back. Like like. It's pretty big. It's pretty big, probably 40, high 40s, 50s, 50, like 50s. 40 or 50 pros? And, and good players, like okay. Stu, Stu Musgrave and Kevin Duga. You know, Kevin Duga, a bunch of good players. So It is Duga? It's Duga. I think so, yeah. I always used yeah. to say Kevin Dugas. Yeah. No? Okay. I think a lot of people do. Yeah. Okay. Just All call right. him Kev. All right. Shout out, Kev. Hi. Yeah. Hi, bud. Hey, Kev. Uh, <laughs> so I'm on, the, I'm on the range on the on the day one, and I've got no idea. I'm like, just please find something to, you know, to get me through this round. <laughs> Anyways, I hit this shot and it's a little cut, and I'm like, "Oh, I kind of like that." And I, I like, "I'll try that again." So I hit another cut, and I'm like, "Oh, okay." Now All we're right, talking. All right, now we're talking. And then I just start grooving it, and it's I'm hitting it like on a rope, basically. Really, with everything, wedges, driver, everything. Just same and, swing and thought. Same just... swing. Yep, exactly. Yep. Just hold hold a, hold the face off a little bit and and start left of the target and and away you go. So I played the first round, played pretty. I played actually really good. I was playing with the the golden or the uh, good luck charm, Dave Deatter. <laughs> Get out of Deatter. His claim to fame is that he plays. He's played with so many winners <laughs> in the first round. No way. Oh yeah. Anyways. <laughs> So I think I went out, I was like 69 or something like that, like the second time I ever played in the course. That's a pretty good turnaround from yeah. 86 the day before. Huge turnaround. He yeah. throws out 60, uh, well, I think it was like 69 or something, like I throw out, or <laughs> other people throw out yeah. mid-70s. Like how yeah. you do on the simulator, Fritz. I know, <laughs> I know. So, yeah, anyways, and, and I played with uh, Pat DeCoste and Stu, Stu Musgrave in the second round and kept it going and had a good little shot, uh, you know, two or three shot lead come down 18 and just getting pretty steery at this point because yeah. it was you know, my first ever win in, yeah. the, in the biggest event of the year. Yeah. And held on. I think I made bogey on 18, and, and that was it. Didn't matter. Nope. That's unreal. Yeah. That's really cool. I love I love hearing that kind of stuff because, I I mean, Christ, I got I got nervous watching Joel Damon just yeah. the other day. Like, what, just, you know, sweaty palms. You really want him to win or whatever. Yeah. And then the other guy. Well, anyway, we'll get into that some other time. But, yeah, I, I mean, to control the nerves, I think, would be, just be just – and especially like the zone championships are creme de la creme. Yeah, that's that's our. You ever play with masters. any of these guys that are like tour players now? Like I know that, uh, I, you know, like I, I I had that screenshot there of um, um, uh, Dylan Fratelli, and he won. I said his first name oh, yeah. right for you the first it, time. You got it today. Three episodes, but anyway, and then <laughs> and then tied for third was Anthony. And I'm just like, geez, that'd be that'd have been pretty cool, like to play with these guys. But you ever uh, kind of. 
No, not really. Not really. No? not really. I played a couple national events and stuff, but nobody really came came yeah. to those junior nationals and stuff like These that. These guys are so. after you guys after you anyway, yeah, like I as think far so. as far as that goes. Yeah. Um gonna play in more pro tourna- uh, pro tournaments this year. Yep. All right. Yeah, I think so. Are there, as we can. There's a couple more that are being added to the yeah, schedule. Yeah, Anderson's Creek. I got the yeah. invite the other day, which is pretty exciting. Oh, no way. So yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's an, if it's an actual inv- invitational or not, but I got an email. You're going is the is the story. Oh, yeah. You're you're Obviously. definitely going. Obviously. What's that? The last weekend in May? Sold. Yeah. Twenty eighth, twenty ninth, I think, or something like that. Heart starts so, going. Yeah, I know. Start talking. And about then this actually, stuff. so that's the Saturday, Sunday, and then Monday we'll be back to work, and then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday is the Cabot Spring Pro Am that we have every year. Same oh, no. team. So we're ho- really hoping the bubble stays open. Same team. Same you team, go over yeah. with this year. Yeah. Nice. Really, nobody? Because I am for, first alternate for all of these events. I yeah. Don't know yeah if you well, know you're. Yeah. Not, no, you're. You're on the list. You're. Uh, yeah. For Christ's sake. Every sneak into the A group every once in a while on Thursdays and. I got a. A minus group. Put something in public covers breakfast or something there. Just make sure that he can't go. That he's got a goat stomach. It wouldn't bother him. Nothing will stop Jimmy. (laughs) Trust me. One year we went. The first year we went, we won it twice actually. And the first year we won it. You may mention that. The first year we won it, he had a skin infection, and he like he's like the day day of. He's like guys, I can't go. We're like, shut up, Jimmy. You're going. Like, come on, we're going to Cabot, man. And he's like, no, seriously, I can't go. Like, he was at the hospital. He was hooked up to an IV. Mm-hmm. He took the they took the IV out of him so he could come on the trip with us. <laughs> and no his way. face was like double the size. It was huge. <laughs> it was huge. Did he, and he uh, played great? Did he? That's oh, what my next light, question was. Yeah. Really? He holed out twice in two holes or three holes, I think. Oh my and god! That, yeah. What a what a it what was a man. it was awesome. That's a big event, eh? Huge. Really? Sold out every year. Waiting list. God, that's awesome. Yeah. And it's only going to get better, I think, or like, yeah. you know, or more. The waiting list will get longer and longer. Exactly. I think every tournament's going to sell out in this summer. I don't know. Yep. I think everybody's really, after last year, everybody. Um, so going to that a bit, let's talk about like Fox and, and sort of like. Um, You're hosting the amateur this year. Yeah. So yeah, now, really looking forward to that. Second time, second time we've hosted in our history. So Ooh, do you think numbers will be good high for that? I think so. I think so. Yeah, I think uh, like we said, the you know competitive golf is on a rebound now. So I think we're expecting you know maybe a hundred or so would be would be ideal. But uh, yeah. Now what would I love hosting events? Would the course? Like uh, obviously, they don't have to prep you know setup wise. But I mean, are they planning to do anything a little different for the course as opposed have to? Have you even talked about that stuff yet? No, no. Then that's that's not up to us either. That's up to the PEIGA. So oh, uh, it is. Yeah. So they're gonna have some meetings. They have a committee, like a tournament committee and stuff like that. So yeah. No, the course wise, I mean, we did make some changes in the fall. So we have some sodding to do to to make sure that fills in in time. But like what? Where? Uh, one and ten. One and eleven, I should say. Who sets the pins? Oh, I knew you were going to ask that. I knew you were going to ask that. I have one, th- I have one thing. I have one thing to say for you. Suck it up. <laughs> Practice more. Uh, exactly. Get better. That's not a good answer from a head golf professional for a customer. You know what? Coming I'm frankly, into play. I like the honesty. Yeah. Those blowing smoke up your ass. Yeah. Just get better. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you guys? You guys are thinking about. Uh, are you thinking about opening day? Do you gotta, gotta no? It's a little early for that. I think still early we're, for we're that? typically it's it's usually early May. Yeah, early May. I yeah. think that's probably. I heard, although you know, I did hear that uh, there's mm. a couple courses thinking about mid-April. Yeah, the rumors are flying, which is that would be amazing. Yep. But yeah, you got to make sure that you're 
course is, you know, ready for the beating that it's going to take. Yeah. I mean, here in, in Belvedere, too, like, yeah. you guys would play or you get arguably one of the most, you know, the most traffic you right. know, going, going through. So you, you, you can't open up early and get that, you know, no, that, and a lot and of it's, rounds. It's, it's also a bit of a business uh, side of things as well in that, you know, you, the weather's so unpredictable in April and May. If you open, you know, you get some nice days in April, that's great. But then, you know, it's then the weather, yeah. yeah. Then, you know, we lose three weeks and we've got all our staff back. And, you yeah. know, so there's, there's a business side of things too that you have to consider, so. Yeah. That's uh, which people lose sight of sometimes. That's. Yeah, and also you rush it and you risk like yeah. damage that grass isn't going to come back yeah. from. So yeah, exactly. For the for the for the sake of ten days yeah. or two weeks, it can make a big difference. Right. Uh, in your foursome, your your pro and scramble, just so that it's, this is the same the public <laughs> Still cover on this land. Oh no, I've got a question. I got a question okay. about it. Are you trying okay. to take out someone's kneecaps next week or <laughs> well, other Obviously, addresses? I want to go, but that's uh, you know what? We have a waiting list for that team too. Lenny, <laughs> no so question. You're have to get in yeah, line. No, well, I should be up there with my performance at the <laughs> LCFM, but I digress. So you have a ten footer. You have already missed. Who do you? Who's going to make that putt? Oh, see, it's not a scramble. Oh, that one's not a scramble. No, best ball. No, no. This is my hypothetical question. Now, oh, this I, is on, basically on your your team captain, Ooh. and you got uh, I'm throw, you're throwing one of them under the bus, and I'm C- hoping that they quit, and then I get to go. Oh, okay, okay. But okay. anyway, can I putt again? No, you can't so putt again. Okay. okay, who's your, who's your pressure putter in that group? Well, just by default, oof, better go with Jimmy P. Yeah, better go with him. Jimmy, sorry, Dugsy. Uh, <laughs> sorry, dudes. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, dudes, you understand. Oh, he gets it. He yeah. he knows. Yeah, yeah. The boys will be chomping at the bit here to get yeah. out. Um, yeah. yeah. What other kind of stuff's going on at the Fox this year? I heard earlier uh, you on the phone turning down a two day a week member. It's busy. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. Really? Yeah. Yeah. No. It's uh, it's been a, we had a membership drive early because we knew the two days would would be extremely popular. So we kind of we have a number that we that we have set. Will you have will you have like a full like a full membership type thing? Uh oh yeah. Really? Yeah. Like yeah, a, not not full like no no, but we have we have certain numbers of each category that we that will sell. So if you don't reach a number in one category, can you possibly up, up another category possibly yep. to get to yep. get your numbers, okay? Yep. Yeah, I guess that's I I, I kind of first <laughs> use your words, Len. <laughs> uh like I I almost see like because of the golf popularity and maybe I'm not, you know, right on this, but I just feel like there's there's going to be waiting lists at course. Courses are going to be full. Yeah, and it's already starting. You, you. We have a waiting list for a two day now. Yeah, you do. We do. Okay. Yeah. What's wow. the What's the popularity of the two days? Is most people that's as many rounds as they can get in. It's just it's just a different spin on kind of a an intermediate type membership because you know it's it's more designed that the initially we designed it for you know the working the working family man who can who can't play can't commit to you know a thousand dollar membership or whatever. And uh, gives them a slightly cheaper op- option, and re- realistically, they can you know only get out once, maybe twice a week. So we kind of that's that's where it, we developed it for, and uh, yeah, it uh, kind of blew up. And yeah, most of those guys are yeah like after three o'clock, yep. come out and get eighteen in. So yep. just doing the math here, were you at Belvedere when my little brother? Oh was yeah, there? Chris. Yeah. Oh yeah, you were. I know Chris well, and he knows me. I didn't. I. You know what? I never. I don't think we've ever put those two things nope. together. Nope. And uh, okay, we're yeah, making well, connections. Well, well, this is just starting to you know starting to set the tone as to what it was probably like back then. Our paths have been lined up for a long time, Len. Yeah, I feel long like time. it. Feel like it. Yeah, no wonder. So if you could just get rid of one of the boys there for that trip, 
just make sure that we one get step over at there. a time. <laughs> one step at a time. It's a good trip, but there's been some there's been some weather. Uh, Hell with it. I'm gonna I'm grabbing my own team. I'm can, gonna grab. Can I flip the script on you guys for a sec? Can I ask a question? Hundred percent. All right. That's what we're here for. Sure. All right. Sure. When is the match? I, oh, you're talking the scramble match? Yeah. Okay, good. Because I was just that was on my top of my head here, Perfect. and I was just thinking to myself that because you're on my squad. Yeah, I, I got a little uh, vendetta, <laughs> little, I think a little score to settle. A little I thought, beef. you know, Fridler and I were whole buddies who go back a long way. <laughs> no, I got groom, passed no, up twice. No, groomsman in, in my wedding. Groomsman in my wedding. I was versa. I, I was a groomsman in yours, and I Ooh. can't even pick him on my scramble team. Anyways, well, I mean, I mean to be to be fair, I mean I kind of scooped him up before you had a chance, exactly. really. But uh, I passed twice. <laughs> Ah, he knows exactly where Two he was times. in the draft yeah. order. He wrote it out in paper afterwards <laughs> and did the. I uh, well, <laughs> so that topic of conversation is a hot topic of conversation, <laughs> which I was happy to see some some healthy debate in there. Um, but I definitely think it has to happen. What do you think the best day would be to get that to happen? I mean, I and that was what I was worried about. Obviously, Jamie Belvedere, you here, uh, GMs, they got all kinds of free time. But I'm ta- like yeah. you're. Your what? What's your day is what? Sat? Sat? No, Saturdays you're busy. No, weekends are good. Oh, for you. Well, we're always busy. I know we're you guys busy, are always. That's why I'm saying. Like I think it's going to well, be that's tough why I'm to asking. line we, up. You got to book it. Uh, you got to book like three months in advance. Yeah, pick a day, book it. Yeah, yeah, I th- yeah. I think that's and that's for anybody that's listening. That's the challenge. We can't just sort of say it's you know we're doing it next Wednesday and we can't have multiple days. It has to be like one day that we're doing it. I feel like we can. There's at least six different groups that have already said, "Well, my team will take your team," <laughs> yeah, and all of that. So it's I, I kind, I kind of like that. It's on. This is, it could be a start of a whole whole event. Well, just uh, a stacked scramble. Yeah. Who would you pick if you were the team captain? Oh yeah, who's your first pick overall? You're picking Island Scramble. Ooh. Wow. See, that's, See like, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's oh, what how hey. that's how it got thrown at me. I'm looking around here thinking, oh God, who would even play with me? There's a lot of people. I even who asked, would even play with? Me? I asked Lenny, do they have to like me? Do they have to want to play on my team? Like, what's the rules? He said anybody. I was like, all oh, right, that'll limit it. Yeah, yeah. Well, if they have to like you, you're down to two people. <laughs> you're three man scramble. Three man scramble team. I did it twice. Family. And, you, and you passed over one of them twice. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right. So, yeah. Okay. Think about this now. Um, and will we will we say that he can't be part of the? No, you can be anybody. Anybody you want. Who would you think? Who would put a you team together? Uh, pick first overall in your scramble. Maybe it could either complement your game, or might be that you think. Uh, I know how pros work. Nobody thinks that anybody's better than them, but it could be someone that you think maybe might be able to. Yeah, I mean, I think you guys did actually a pretty good job on the spot, to be honest. You guys did a fairly good job. I know there's a ton of good players, and I mean, there and are it's, so many. you know, any given day, right? Anyone can be, can yeah. be lights out, but I think, True. you know, might have to get go with the nepotism route and uh, take a little cousin Curtis uh, Curtis Hall. Yeah, I know. He was yeah. right there, too. Yeah. Amateur champion. Exactly. Listener of the pod. Shout <laughs> out, Curtis. Hey, buddy. Looks like a little bulldog. Hey, cuz. He's he's he just grinded out bulldog style out good there. Good player. Nice player. Yeah. Yeah, I know, and he's he. That's what that was the difficult part, right? Because like of all of them, you know, like sure, okay, I, I'm happy with my team. Think we got a great squad, but I could I could pick three other guys and be pumped about that squad just as quick. I know that's sort of your kind of your expected thing, but it's the truth. We got we got a shit ton of really good golfers great on this players. mud ball. No question, and, uh, the, and mo- a lot of them will be here for the amateur. Yeah, so you yeah. can watch them live. That's what we should do. We should have like. Should have alternates just in case we set a date and then we can't 
you know, can't line Good it call. up. Good call. I know Carzy wants to play it too. He was messaging nice. me. He said, "Yeah, when are we doing this?" Yeah. So giddy up. It's out. <laughs> that look on I your face. <laughs> just daggers. I want. Yeah. So do you think? Do you think we should just have? This is going to cause more shit online. But do you think we should have like just the the two, like the match, the two? Or should we open it up and have like maybe four teams or six teams? Uh, or what's that one? Blah, blah, blah. Well, that's what I'm saying. It could be an event on its own for sure. I think, I think we could get a couple tea times for sure because, you know, obviously we'd be the final groups, our two, <laughs> and then have maybe First like, time. Maybe have like three tea times, eight sums, afternoon, yeah. giver. Yeah. Um, what would our catchphrase be then? Well, I mean, if we can, make a I'm birdie not, putter and I'm not going <laughs> to. So, yeah. That's the best part of the live close to Fox battle. The boys had a, the boys had a, uh, they had a walk up song, before your first shot, and we also had a uh, at the time we had a uh, like a birdie, birdie, uh, birdie shout celebration out, celebration shout out, and I and I got to use it on number seven in par three. And uh, anyway, what was it? It was the guy just retired. I can't remember his name. The bowler, and he the goes, guy. "Who do you think you are?" <laughs> oh, I <okay>. am. <laughs> That guy. Uh, that was a great ah, – that, that would go down in forever. <laughs> anyway, that was unreal. Um, I, I, I still want to get – this is how my mind works. I, I feel like weekends are out for this, for this event. Not necessarily. Really? No. Like I, okay, Not for me anyways. Like a, like a Sunday afternoon, I think, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Like Saturdays, people have families, kids, summertime, like yeah. that time thing. I, I feel like it's busy, but if we get like a Sunday afternoon – but I wouldn't mind making it like a drinking thing too, you know. Have a time. Sunday fun day. There'd be no Sunday fun day would be no drinking in our group. Focused, <laughs> dialed in, laser like. Any palm base? <laughs> the new flavor came out. Oh, do they? Nice. Amped to amped to try it. Um, you told us earlier about uh, Sawgrass trip. Obviously, I was there, so I know all about it. Um, any other cool golf trips? in your life obviously you've been lots of places golfing but yeah one that, one that stands out yeah for sure uh pretty recently actually but, but yeah before i get to that it's you know uh, most of my trips have been competitive uh, of, of a competitive nature not not necessarily like a boys trip or whatever so i you know i've been pretty lucky i've been to florida a couple times and uh, bermuda was awesome actually all right we're, the, we usually do these four questions at the end so we'll probably you know let yeah yeah, I do have a cool story. It's a long one, but it's I mean. a really cool story. No, I like yeah. that. So yeah, this is your golf trip. Yeah, giver. Yeah. Oh yeah. So so actually, it's, it begins um, in Florida in 2020, which is it's a long ass trip. Kind of hard to uh, wait. What do you what? Oh no, go ahead. Okay, Florida in 2020. This, this story I'm going to tell. Yeah, yeah, Florida, which is kind of weird to say, right? Because with COVID and stuff yeah. like this. So this was late January. Okay, and uh, we're down in Florida for board meetings. I'm on the Atlantic PGA board board of directors, which Fred was at one point, so he knows all about it. We've corrected our mistakes of of the past, I think, and we <laughs> got, had a, had a little more efficient. We had a little more efficient trip this I time. Was and efficient, exactly. Yeah, the dessert budget was just <laughs> through the roof. I can only imagine through your guys' alcohol budget. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So anyway, so we what, what happens is you go down, you rent a house, and and we stay, we're down there for like six days or seven days. Who's we? Week. How many how many people from uh, say like PEI? Uh, just me and uh, Nick Peters from PEI are on the board, but there's okay, uh, I think ten total on the board plus uh, their executive director Lyndon. Um, so we're all in the house, and and it's you know we're down there for quite a while, so we're not expected to you know it's not all work right? Like we're not expect, expected to put four, 12, 14 hour days in. So there's some downtime, and we're, of course we're in Florida, and there's you know there's a 
team bonding kind of, uh, you know, element to the whole thing. So, um, uh, luckily we had a connection, uh, Ted Stonehouse, who was on the board as well. He's at Cabot and he's got a connection to, cause the same ownership group as Cabot and Bandon. Yeah, and yeah. so we get a chance to St. play. He gets, yeah. He gets us on uh, stream song. Uh, I don't know if you ever heard of stream song. It's like central Florida, like yeah. nowhere near the water. It's dead, dead center. Yeah. It's in an old, uh, phosphate mine basically. Uh, it's just an incredible facility. So we get, we get on there and, and you know what the boys and myself have been talking about that as a, as a dream basically for a long time to go down, you know, we should go down to stream, stream song and play it. So I'm like, you know, throwing in their faces like, Hey, going to stream song. We're down here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Too bad for you guys. But, yeah. uh, so I'm pumped cause I, I haven't really, I played a lot of courses in around play, but I never really like top tier golf courses. Sure. Like there's three yeah. courses there. They're all in the top 10 in Florida. I think they're all in the top maybe 50 or 100 in the United States. Like, they're really good courses. Yeah. Um, one's a core Crenshaw design. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they're really, really good courses. So I'm I'm pumped. I'm so fired up. So the morning of, you know, it's stream song days. So, you know, those days where you wake <laughs> up and you're just like, you know, ding, ready nope. to go. Nobody yeah. has any problem getting up for a golf no, course. No, exactly. No one, no you one. know, you see the yeah. memes and stuff. So, yeah, so we get up and. You know, everyone's having their coffee, their breakfast. We're all fired up to go and making sandwiches for the golf course and all that kind of, all that kind of stuff. And then, uh, so we head out there and we go, we land at, uh, so the three courses are red, blue, and black. Okay. So we're playing the black course, which by all accounts is, I don't want to say the worst of the courses, but, but blue and red are more popular. And, okay. And uh, red, is, I think, is number one. You played one, Fred. Uh, no, we, we oh, were played? scheduled to play it, but then... Okay. Uh, we got rained out, so okay. we went somewhere else. Gotcha. So yeah, red and blue, or or red is number one, and then blue and blue and black kind of trade depending yep. on popular demand or popular opinion. So um, we go to, red and blue are together. So we go there for a bit and look around the clubhouse. Huge clubhouse, awesome little like a par three green, like right off the deck where you you just imagine the great times there. Everyone having close to the pin competitions and stuff like that, and the dunes are like. 40 feet high like crazy high like brackley beach in the 60s right like really super high dunes and anyways we're there for a bit and then we head over to the black horse uh where we're playing because it's in a separate location separate shop so pull up they take our clubs out all that kind of stuff and it's you know we're all excited so we go into the it's a little it's a smaller shop but it's the course we're playing so we all get souvenirs from there and you rent your pull cart we head down to the range and uh we're on the range for a bit and just Ever since I woke up in the morning, I just had this kind of weird feeling like, you know, I was anticipation, excitement. I don't know what it was, but um, it, it was something just a kind of a special feeling like get to play stream song today. And that maybe that's all it was. All right. So <clears throat> we get to the range and um, we're hitting balls and most of us are there. There's probably seven or eight of us there. A couple of guys are putting or chipping or still in the clubhouse, whatever we want to do. And hitting a couple of balls and the course is sprawling. You can see the whole thing from the driving range except for a little corner of the back nine so i'm just sitting there and we're hitting balls and it's great it's a, the warmest day we were there and they're just kind of taking it all in yeah taking it all in right yeah. and then and then just a wave hits me and i'm like something special is going to happen today and i'm like should i say something like i maybe i'll keep it to myself but i was like no you know what I, i'm gonna i'm gonna say something because we're all good players so i figured you know maybe someone chips in or something like that so i was like you know what guys i think something special is going to happen today and they're like, really? They're like, yeah, yeah. We're at Stream Song, Trevor, you idiot. <laughs> that's a, that's a special <laughs> thing that's going to happen today. Uh, yeah, look around. Yeah, that's exactly. our special it's, thing. Uh, Captain yeah. Obvious might not be a bucket list thing, but it's maybe once in a lifetime or twice in a lifetime. But 
I'm but you made like, a note of saying this. Is but gonna, I made a note. Yeah, something's gonna, yeah. Something's gonna happen. I said I think something special is gonna happen today, okay. and they're like, All yeah, right. okay, whatever, whatever. So yeah, whatever, driver. Anyways, we go play, and it's my myself and Tanner Gaten, who I mentioned before, and Alex Egan, who's the GM at Frederick Golf Club now. Okay. And it's just the three of us. We're the first group out. We get a caddy, great guy. I can't remember his name. He's huge. He's a monster, but he's a really nice guy. So he's taking us through, and it's pretty early in the round. We play, start with a par five, par four, par four. Get to number four. It's a par five, and it's a split fairway. So yep. you can either go way up to the left. It's like a 280 carry. So Tanner and Alex try to bomb it over there, and they come up a little short. So you, I, I you, bunt one over on the right-hand side, the safe play. Really? Right? Yeah. Yes. Really? Yeah, exactly, yeah. I was picturing yeah. that. Well, boys, I'll try a shot here. Yeah, exactly, uh, so, yeah. You know. Well, I could have, yeah. But, you know, draw. stream song, you're trying to post a, a decent number. Okay, you're, you're all right. A, you know, of course, like that. So um, go up the right side. So I'm, I'm, I'm on the right side. They're over on the left side. The caddy's like, I think Alex was carrying his clubs, I think, for some reason. And Tanner and I were pushing, and the caddy's like, listen, to get your card up there, you know, because you got to climb a bit, and he's like, it's through dunes. He's like, I'll, I'll take your car, take a couple clubs and go. So him and Alex go, and I don't know what they're doing over there. I'm on my side, and I lay up, and then I hit up by the green. We meet at the green, and and uh, I had to think I made par, and they kicked it around a bit and whatever. So I'll come back to the, what, yeah, what they were doing over there. So um, then we get to the next tee, and yeah. it's a little par three. Yeah. Short par three, really high elevated green, number five, I think. Okay. And uh, so we're playing behind these guys, and they're having a good time. Uh, side note, I think one of them might have been a Denver Bronco. I don't have anything to go off that. But he, he so was, if you're listening. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> well, he was head to toe. He had, like, the head covers, the bag. Maybe he's just a fan. I don't know. But he was yeah. in very good shape. Like, okay. he was, he looked like he could, you know, he's very athletic. So, and he was, had his posse with him. And they weren't fast, but we weren't in a rush, and they weren't, you know, so we were keeping up pretty close to them. So... We get to the next part three, and then it's it's really elevated green, so like 40 feet high. You can only see they have like one of those long, extra long pins, and you can really only see the top of it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So like seven at the creek. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So, the, so the pin goes in, and the guys walk off, and it's, it's kind of like an infinity effect. So they walk to the next tee, which is directly behind the green from the tee that we're playing on, yeah. from the part three. So yeah. it looks like they're standing on the green. The guy's like, no, 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 they're, they're on the next tee. You're good. Go ahead. Um, so I was up first and we had, you know, he gave us a number and he's like, he's like, okay, so there's two, it's a, it's a two tier green. One's on the left. It's not front and back. It's left and right. So the pin was over on the right, which we could tell. And he's like, so you want to hit it like 10 feet left of the pin and it should kick down towards the pin. So I hit it exactly like he, he said too, and felt like I had a pretty good number. And so my, in, a, in the back of my mind the, for the, all the whole round is like, because like is this it is this what's going to happen today like did i foresee i'm no nostradamus or clairvoyant or anything but like did i foresee but this? i did and say yeah, something exactly yeah, yeah so and i hit it right where he said and i was like oh man like be good so it lands and when it lands the guys on the tee look because they hear the sound of the ball landing on the green yeah so they look and then wait a second and then their arms go up okay all four of them just put their arms straight up in the air <laughs> We're looking at each other like, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> did you just what's, hit one of them or did, yeah, no, or did it go like, in? What's going on? Is yeah. that is it in the hole? Like, and I'm just yeah. freaking out inside. Yeah. And we're looking at each other, the caddy and Alex and Tanner, we're looking at each other like, what's going on here? So is it like, is it in? Anyway, so as quick as they put their hands up, they put them down and then just went back to their business. <laughs> <laughs> and we're looking at each other like, what is, what? <laughs> Don't have any idea. You can't see the hole. You can't see it. You can only see the top of the pin. So yeah. 
Anyway, so uh, Alex gets up next, and we're like, yeah, let's just keep going. So he hits it way over on the left, and the guy's like, oh, it's up on the top. That's no good. Um, Love it. And then Tanner gets up, and I think I hit a 50. It was like 135 yards or something like that uphill. And Tanner's a, a you know, he's a freak. He's a beast. So he hit it like a 60 degree. <laughs> and he hits it exactly where I hit it. Like exactly. Same, same line, same spot. And it lands. And the same thing. It lands on the green. The guys turn their head. And then a second later, all their arms go up again. And now we're like, what? What? <laughs> Do they what? go back down? Yeah. These guys, four back ca- back? Are these guys like, four caddies just telling you that? No, uh, they're just on the next tee. And, and then one of the guys in the group, so they got their arms up, and one of the guys does, like, with his arms up, like, points down. Yeah. And that's the sign That's the that's sign, sign that they gave it. us. And we're like, what is, like, uh, what? <laughs> what do your signs mean? Like, we have no idea what those signs are meaning. That's got to mean in the hole. Okay. Well, that's what anyway. we said. And that's, okay. that's what we thought. So we get up to the green, and... We were right. So we get up to the green. We see Alex's ball on the left-hand side. We get up. We get over the crest, and you can see the lower part of the green. You can see the pin, and you can see a ball like five feet past the pin. And then that's all. And So yeah, that was your ball. So that was my ball. And his exactly. ball was in the hole. And his ball was in the hole. No way. Okay. Yeah. All right. Wow. Yeah. Fridge, you're looking it at me was, funny. Uh, I'm just wondering why they put their arms up for yours. Because it probably say, like, rolled right by. I think it did, like based on the divot and yeah. where where it ended up. Like, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. So they were like, thought it was going Whoa. in. And, yeah, exactly. Uh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but anyways, it no was way. it was amazing. It was pretty cool. So yeah, Tanner's got like a framed flag, and oh, and they go all out too. So I think he I think he paid the price at the bar after though. But oh, the bet the the kicker to the story is that so flashback to the hole before when they're digging around on that par five and Tanner, the caddy's got Tanner's bag. Alex yeah. says his with him. So Tanner doesn't find his ball. So he's like, Alex, throw me a ball. So he throws him, throws him a ball. <clears throat> Tanner's a huge, he's been a tailor-made guy for life. And Egan's a good old fashioned Titleist boy. Yeah. Right. And uh, so Tan, so Alex reaches into a bag, throws him a Titleist. Yeah. Tanner finishes out the hole, doesn't think anything of it, puts it in his pocket after the hole. Doesn't That's he what go he and used. Peg it on the next hole. You- <laughs> so this, yeah. So he gets a hole in one with a Pro V. Ooh. <laughs> Puts that song. up on the mantle. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm sure Ag- uh, Egan would appreciate appreciate me telling that's part of the story. Oh man, that's unbelievable. Um, Wouldn't he be able to post pictures of it or another? Yeah, exactly. Just, yeah. No, just of the ball, just the, like, the number. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. This yeah. is the one. You'd cool. have it all covered. There's over. also validation for me too, right? Just that that feeling, that kind of that. Something was going to happen, and you yeah. called it. Nice. Yeah. So ask either one of those boys, and they'll say the same thing, that you came up and said something's going to happen. Yeah, Nick happen. Peters was right beside me on the range. Really? Everyone was there, yeah. That's interesting. Did you have that same feeling when you were, uh, <clears throat> I don't know if it was the amateur or if it was the Stanhope Open or whatever, your finish on uh, oh. in Stanhope? Uh, at, the, at the amateur. The one year I played amateur golf, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I just, it just happened so fast, so fast. So I'm... Basically, just kicking it around all day. I'm four over, standing on 16T, and I shot 71. <laughs> on 16T? Yeah. I'm four over on 16T. 16 is that one over the wire? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I drove really close there, actually, and so just So you're four missed. over. Yeah. And you go five under the last three? Yeah. Birdie Eagle Eagle. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good finish. Did you- f- Didn't do anything. Drive 18? Yep. You did okay. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. it was it was August. It was hot and dry, and 
pretty firm. So I guess you could do that. On I mean, I don't know. <clears throat> Seventeen seems to be getting further and further away from me personally. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I think uh, you know, sixteen is kind of a half drivable, obviously, and then eighteen when you get the roll and, yep. and away you go down. I got to get out there a bunch more yep. this year. I still have a bone to pick with you about Stanhope oh, too. Your father-in-law, oh. not a big fan. <laughs> <laughs> I like him as a person, but uh, he got gotcha. you. He got gotcha. you. Yeah, but caddy chirping a player—it's unheard of. Tell the That's story true. here. Come on. So we're playing in the Stanhope Open, and we get paired together in the first round, and not the second. No, it was the first round. And Trevor has his father-in-law, Nils, as his caddy, who was a member at Stanhope uh, at the time. And I took uh, Jimmy Public Cover, I believe, was my caddy. I uh, just kind of come out for some fresh air and stuff. Not this like, is the I, I need first a caddy. time that Jimmy's been mentioned on the podcast. He's getting a lot. He's mentioned and a I for- lot. Absolutely. And I forget who the yeah. third was. Deservedly anyway, so. Yeah. It's early morning because it's the first round stamp open, so we go out a little early. So we, it's, you know, it's my usual tea time sometime before 8 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> so, get to the first tee, Trevor hits a good one. Now, Trevor used to be a bomber. You've dialed it back over the years, but you used to be, when you hit the draw, you used to bomb it. Now you hit those yep. little baby fades. Yep. Uh, he hit a good one. I didn't hit a good one on one tee. So, we're walking up the fairway, and Nils drops the fucking Walmart uh, phrase on me. Do you know that one? Hey, did you hear about... Oh. He looks at me. Hey, Nick. Did you hear about where they're putting the new Walmart in? I said, no, where? He goes, in between Trevor's tee shot and your tee shot. <laughs> and I'm like, it's the first hole of a two-day tournament. I'm already nervous as shit because I don't like tournaments. And I got my buddy's father-in-law caddy getting in my grill, like getting in my kitchen on the, fir- on the first hole. That was awesome. I never, lived, I never got over it that, that round. Awesome. I never didn't play good that whole day because of that. Yep, because of that. He is one definitely because of that. Get get his number there because yeah. we're calling him up for the yeah. match. They were playing <laughs> exactly. the scramble. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I, okay. So let's go into uh, the few other questions. I guess that would probably be up there as your favorite golf trip. I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, Bermuda was pretty awesome. You ever it been to Europe? The, you ever been to? No, never been overseas. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But uh, Bermuda would been. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It, yeah. it was, yeah, it was, golf was like, you know, seventh on the list of things I cared about that week, and it was a national event, so it was pretty cool, yeah. yeah um, it's a nice spot. Did you watch any of the, like, the, the golf on the weekend? Obviously, the match play was there, but, the, and then they had the Puerto Punta Rican. Cana. Punta Cana, sorry. I have, a, I have a confession to make. Sure. I'm not a, I'm not a huge golf fan. Not a golf watcher? Right. Okay. Yeah, like, I don't watch Golf Channel, or I'll watch the majors on the weekend and stuff like that. Well, it's kind and, of all consuming not, when you get to work. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you know. yeah. So I, you know, I know enough to get to get by with that. Sure. You know, PGA, but I'm not like a you know, sit there sit there every weekend and yeah, start to finish kind yeah. of guy. So fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. You'd watch the Masters, though. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah majors. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. If, you, if you don't watch the Masters, you're not yeah. invited Check on the your golf time. Yeah, exactly. We're deleting yeah. this whole recording. Yeah. Um, who was your Who was your golfer guy? Okay, no, actually, this is a better question. Let's guess who his golfing idol was growing up. You probably know, actually. Maybe you guys are pretty tight. No, I don't know. Um, golfing. You, you have I don't one. Even know if I know, I have one in mind. Okay, you have one in mind. All yeah, right. Fred, take a guess. <clears throat> I, Freddie Couples. It's a good guess. Okay, well, don't don't say yes or no because I'm going to still guess. Correct. Um, John Daly. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say Dark Fred smoking beer drinking Fred John. Funk. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I 
Oh, I'd have to say the shark, maybe. Greg Norman. The first yeah. time he's been mentioned. Yeah. 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 I'm a shark fan. Big time. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. I don't yeah. think I was going to guess that. But he was kind of Obviously, like, Freddie was good. He was that was definitely later in his career yeah. by the time you were coming around and yep. getting interested in golf and all For the sure. rest of it. Yeah. I, f- I figured Freddie Couples was the, was the answer there. He's yeah, been pretty popular kind of on here. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's just the just age a generation group, right? thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. totally. Yeah. Uh, I mean, anybody that's in sort of now is definitely 100% Tiger. I would think so. I'd agree. I would yeah. think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, lowest score that you've ever shot in relation to par? Uh, seven under, 65. Twice. That's it. Tournament? No. No. Oh, so. The opposite, actually. Like, just a, you know. Preferred life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. No, no, it was legit. Scramble. It was by the book. It was by the book. Yeah, no rakes in the sand trap. I did have a chance, actually, to break it with you last year. Yeah, I know that? you did. Yeah. On men's, one of the men's yeah. nights, yeah. I remember yeah. one of the men's nights, I walked in with my, like, Second, my, my lowest ever is 68. My second, obviously, is 69. I come in, and I'm pumped. I'm like, yeah, I shot 69, boys. The boys are giving high fives or whatever. And uh, Trevor, what, what were you today? Yeah, 68. And, like, no big deal. Like, it was <laughs> yeah. just like, yeah, it was 68. Pretty good round. Shut the f- <laughs> Like, uh, all right, then. I guess I'm not winning any skins. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, okay, so you're 65s. Yeah. Uh, one of them here? Both. Oh, they were both here? Both here, yeah. Easy course. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I do want exactly. them to do gold tees or something. I don't know. PEIGA, if you're listening, John, whoever's, you know, Sean's not there anymore, but who is yep. it? I really enjoy this course from the gold tees. I think it's a great test. I mean, it eats me up, but it doesn't get played enough, but I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 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 I, think, I agree totally. I think a mixture of both or whatever you want to do, but I think that uh, I can't wait for that weekend in that tournament. Yeah. It's going to yeah. be going to be really fun. Um, yeah, but I do want to know a little bit more about these 65s here. So you just kind of have yeah. them going. Anything? No, nothing spectacular. I don't. I don't think like no crazy runs or anything like that. Just kind of no. you know. Okay. Pretty. Yeah, well, you hit it long. Anti, you probably had like an eagle in just, there somewhere. I don't even know. Really? No one. Uh, one day I had uh, I had ten birdies. I think that was one round. <laughs> I guess a couple others. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Remember the time I of Scanop? Uh, I think I had seven yeah. birdies and I shot seventy four. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I literally did. I was, I was just all pumped yeah. about the number of birdies I made. Yeah. Then, no, I'm not a real nostalgic triples. guy, so I don't remember that stuff too well. I just kind of know the numbers and you don't have like don't a you don't have like a shelf at home with balls not or even anything a else. Bit. Nope. Really? Not even a little bit. Yeah. No. That's just not my. It's not my style. Not I guess. your not your wheelhouse. No, exactly. Yeah, fair enough. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. Um, and uh, how many holes of one do you have? Just one. Just one. It's kind of a funny story. Which one? Kind of. Uh, it's at uh, Mountain Woods. Yeah. Now they've changed. Oh, were, you playing the, were you playing in the? Yeah. The scramble. Yeah, at the end of the year. Yeah, it's the Roger Burns now. It used to be the Coca Cola. Yeah. And uh, playing with my old partner Nikki P. Yeah. Heard As Fred knows. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now we're, we're cover- foes. Now we're he- we used to be partners. And now we're foes. Nikki there. Peters covers the entry fees <laughs> for both of them, just so Trevor <laughs> will play with them, and and Trevor gets a seventy five twenty five cut of the purse. Yeah. No wonder you wanted to go to uh, the steakhouse over there when you get over there. Just good memories. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) So, yeah, so we're playing in that, and we always have kind of lulls, and then we, you know, we have nine holes where we're lights out, and the nine holes where we're not. So we're coming off a lull, and we birdie a couple holes, and and, um, we get to, I think it was number nine at the time. They keep changing the nine, so it's the straight downhill. Back by the clubhouse? Yeah, the shared green. Yeah. So nine and 18, now we share the green. So I think it was nine at the time, and anyways, so... I've, I've kind of developed this reputation of hitting good bad shots. 
I don't know if that's come <laughs> up in your conversations or not, but it's kind of it's it's comical now. It's yeah. to the point where it's just it's you know it's funny. So this was this was one of those basically. So we birdie the hole before. Got and, one hand off it. It's going right, yeah, up, yeah. right exactly. at the pin. Yeah. So it's it's always. I mean, it's it's October in Moncton. It's wet, right? It's always yeah. rainy and stuff. Yeah. So it was so wet there, and so the boys all hit in front of me. I was I was last up, and. Uh, they all hit the front part of the green, short of the pin, and they just stuck right in the green. Yep. So I get up and I hit it heavy, yep. like really heavy. Yep. And I, so I just like, threw your in, club. No, I don't know if I threw my club, but I might have uttered a few a few phrases under my breath. And, sure. And uh, anyway, it's kind of turned away in disgust, and and I don't know what it hit, but it landed short of the green. So maybe it was firmer, like in front of the green versus on the green. So it <laughs> sure enough hits boing way up in the air down on the green rolls right in just like a two-footer no right way into the heart and nick's laughing at me because my club's like my club's in the back i'm yeah. like in the cart with my arms crossed <laughs> she didn't see it go in? the balls oh yeah no we saw it go okay in. Yeah, all right, yeah. right. soon as you took that hop we're like oh okay <laughs> oh man so classic that's just skin. the way it goes that's yeah exactly mark yeah. that down I'll take it oh, yeah that's a pretty good one actually yeah. Having played that, or having played that, yeah. that tournament, that was a good, fun tournament. Oh yeah, wasn't a big yeah. fan of the amateur skins game, but uh, the way that they handled that, I'll leave that between <laughs> me and Mountain Woods. But uh, you know, me and Smallwood going over. That Coke's was, a good weekend. Yeah, uh, yeah. Coca Cola. Yeah, <laughs> good for clarification on that. Well, buddy, judging by the looks of this pro shop, you got work to do, and we won't keep uh, much. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of work. It'll come together. You guys don't worry. There's You'll not be back a, in not a week, a, and it'll not be a doubt in my mind shining. I'm I'm actually kind of <laughs> looking around like all right got the two unders over there good good selection of those those are great men's nights and uh, <laughs> you know they got they got some a lot of good stuff here by the looks of things yeah like it's it, coming in every day you got the ball pickup tool for the end of your putter which is staple I might be using especially COVID too right like pins in this year can we take them out who knows okay nobody we're just, everybody's tight lip there we're buddy. just starting no, the conversation no. okay yeah oh is that right we'll yeah. we'll yeah. reach out later okay. for an update yeah uh, and uh, What's the first tournament here? Like, do you, are, are you, I shouldn't say that. I should say more along the lines of, I know the amateur, big public tournament, whatever. Yep. Do you, are you having any other sort of like, you know, two-mans, any scrambles or whatever that uh, you're kind of getting in the works right now that you may be able to disclose? Not really, no. Okay. No, we're, right. yeah, we do more corporate stuff and we have I some, know you do. That's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we have a few of those on the, on the docket, but uh, yep. yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I think we can throw something together though, for sure. Like it's, yeah. It's so this, I mean, time. obviously this opening season is going to be different than last year's opening season where there was a lot of uncertainty and, right. you know, all that kind of stuff. Do you think there'll be some, cause I think there was some tournaments that were canceled. Yeah. Uh, any of those coming back this year, you know, like, have you heard yep. from, okay. Yeah, so quite a few are... of them actually. Yeah. They just took the year off and okay. with uncertainties and yep. it was tough to plan for cause you had so much work to do ahead of time. And, and yeah. if, you know, if you don't think it's going to go then, or it doesn't go, if it can't go how you want it to. And you need then. notice. You got to let people know. Exactly. Yeah. Summer go by so quick. Yeah, for sure. That's just unreal. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really, yeah, because I just, I'm, I'm pumped, man. I just feel <laughs> like even though this is nowhere near what, you know, last year's beginning of the season, I think that's such a good thing for this year because we're kind of prepared for it more. Right. All the courses are kind of <laughs> getting ready and uh, it's going to be a huge season. Yeah, I think most courses have uh, like almost like a plan B in place in case something happens that they can still operate yeah. whereas last year everyone was just caught off guard and there was nothing now i, I think it's going to be a sm- i think it's going to be smooth sailing yeah last year was a challenge we we had like we had 10 plans i think 
yeah. just be just spec- speculating yeah, yeah. and coming Back up and with forth. just just some just some contingencies and stuff and not a single one of them was opening at the regular time yeah not one all right man well until uh you know the golf courses open up and uh we're uh battling it out on men's night i'll uh thanks Soon for coming enough. on my friend thanks yeah, for thanks, coming guys. trevor appreciate great. it all right thanks trevor thanks for coming on buddy thanks <laughs> buddy yeah that was uh that was great i um <laughs> funny i didn't have a whole lot of prepared as probably i don't know folks that have listened to every episode they probably they probably could tell i guess um but on the other hand i just like talking to the guy like he's just he's an interesting guy to me and anyway i i did have a story that i am a, i i wanted to tell um and it, it's it's a great story and i meant to bring it up while we were recording with him um but we never got the chance to anyway so in the uh what was fall it? finish fall finish i'm trying to think what year it was so andrew dunning and i are partners of the fall finish and that's what the fall finish is i'm not sure um if you do you go in that no i i played it once for the first time this past year oh okay nice that was my first time ever playing great great event yeah super now, are event. you and are, are you and dunning always partners in this yeah because yeah. it seems like it's like Green Bay Packers tickets to get in the fall finish. Correct. Like you have to Correct. be willed them yes. to get in. Yeah. And, and it's the same teams Generally speaking, every year. it's the same teams every year. And that's what I was going to mention. Yeah. So that's how it is. And anyway, so Dunning and I, we've, we've done well. Um, very first year we got in there, we, we got a skin. But I wanted to tell this story. So we're playing at uh, Dunderave. And I think it is, uh, Andrew would know. Dunning, sorry, buddy. I'm going to butcher the, the exact round or whatever. No, oh, yes, I, I know which round. It was round two yeah they usually do crowbush dundrave broodnell correct so it was saturday and we decided that we were going to stay up there that night and we were all rooming together me dunning um uh, jimmy p and trevor so <laughs> so dunning and i are going along and uh we're playing whole number i want to say four are you familiar with dundrave yep so hole four is that the long par five right before the the um, par three right before the par three yep is it hole four yep okay good so i got it right so it's hole four and i i smash a drive out there just on the right hand side and it's pretty good um and, but you know it's it's in a really long par five so i have zero chance of getting there in two my my three wood game and all that is just fair uh so <clears throat> anyway i i said well i'm gonna i'm gonna hit my second shot um you know, try to get it up there good. And I did. I hit that one. I hit it pretty good. It's up there to the left a little bit. So I, as we say, freed up my partner. And if you don't know there, I'm going to pump his tires a little bit. He hits, Andrew Dunning hits one of the best driver off the deck golf swings that, that are out there. I mean, I love his golf swing anyway. He is smooth as hell. But, you know, you're hitting driver off the deck. Anything can happen. Anyway, so he hits driver off the deck second. And he cracks it. And it lands probably about 30 yards in front of the green, rolls right up about 10 feet past. So we're thinking, all right, let's make this and get in the house. We, we weren't really playing that well uh, to anyway, so we just we were going for the, you know, going for the skinnies. Anyway, so we get up there, 10-footer. Andrew misses uh, the 10-footer. I put it right in the back of the cup. We're like, yes, that's unbelievable. So... The best part about the fall finish, as you know from last year, is that um, we have like they have like the live scoring going on all the time. Yeah, on the carts, you can see where everybody's. You no, know, exactly. Yep. And 
<laughs> so we're looking at, okay, what else is good out there? And so at the time, and this is pretty deep into our round, I can't remember exactly where we started, but it was later in the round. So we were looking and there was only, there was a, there was an Eagle on 18 and ours. And that was it. And I mean, the skins there are like 15 to $1,800. Everybody yeah. goes in the skins game. I think that's mostly what people are playing for, to tell you the truth. Nobody cares if you win the title, but that's right. a couple thousand exactly. dollars of skin money. Exactly. So, so anyway, I'm looking. Of course, Trevor, we're, we're texting back and forth and all that kind of stuff. And I know where Trevor is on the, on the golf course. So I text Trevor, you wouldn't want to go ahead and eagle 18, will you? And he didn't know why. That's all I said because <laughs> we're all in this group chat. Doesn't he respond to me like five minutes later? Done. What else you want? <laughs> no, and he I, didn't. He did, and I and I wrote him back, and I'm 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 like you know elbowing Dunning right next to me. I said I think they did. I think there's no other reason why he would say this. Anyway, so sure enough, I said, "Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. What's up?" And I said, "Well, he just made us a lot of money." And anyway, so that skin got sawed. We were the only skin to go out, like eighteen hundred dollars to the good to the really? boys. So obviously we treated them pretty good that I was night. We say, were all staying in the same spot. Yeah, we I played a lot of crib games and and uh, a lot of beers were had. I can't remember what we gave them, but we gave them we gave them a little bit of scratch. Not uh, pretty good when you can just call us. Oh, right. It's like him. You don't mind uh, trying a shot, birdieing this hole for me? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah, we'll go ahead and do that. But I mean, he was only one of two groups to do it like that just goes to show you but i love driver off the deck by the way what driver off the deck you were saying about dunning oh uh, i'm i don't carry a three wood i just hit driver off the deck like it's a three wood really yep al Same. stewart's the only other guy that, that i know that can hit driver off the deck that well yeah i pick it that's i use it just like a normal three wood really yep well we're gonna try and play through our uh got the new pup here and he's uh barking at something outside in the in the door but it's summertime people are out in short shorts and Tank I tops. know, I know. Enjoy it. I'm not going to wipe this smile off my face. Um, speaking of smiling on my face, um, I did message my brother. He is up for another story. Nice. So let's, uh, let's cut it to Chris. Um, and, All right, uh, Chris. Yeah, here we go. All right. I would like to welcome back our, quote, West Coast, best coast, unquote, correspondent, Chris. Curry, my brother, back for uh, another story. How's your week, bud? It was great. It was great, and uh, thanks for the uh, welcome back. It was it was a little dicey there, and it's an honor to be on the pod again. <laughs> well, three strikes and you're out, but uh, things are heating up uh, literally out in Victoria. Eh? Um, your your uh, membership push is going good. Yeah, we we're we're, we're uh, almost doubling our entrance fees uh, tomorrow, so that's no April Fool's joke. So there's a lot of members trying to get in before we do that. So they're on a wait list. We don't know how long it'll be before they can officially join, but they're patient. Golf is great. So yeah, no things are going well here at the club. Yeah, good, good. Um, and uh, yeah, what did you want to talk about today? Well, first and foremost, I think it's important to uh, mention your your sponsor, Coolbet. I'm yep. a big fan of Coolbet. I had yep. a good night last night. Yeah, uh, should give me uh, should give me winnings for a few weeks. Maybe get me to Masters, and then I'll lose it all. But uh, no, what a, what a terrific site! And uh, if you need a referral code, uh, use whatever you you guys do because I green one hundred baby green one hundred yeah. 100. I was just gonna. I told the folks that uh, you were down to like a couple of bucks. 
and hit a hit a really good four game parlay and uh anyway four digit parlay four digit parlay that was more than i told them so i'm glad you told them that but that's that's fantastic well so, if mrs curry ever listens to this podcast it will, she doesn't know what four digits are that's just a few bucks <laughs> she'll figure it out <laughs> she's smarter than we give her credit for <laughs> So, yeah. So, you know what? I, uh, I kind of put uh, some thought into what I wanted to chat about this week and, and like you it. might not remember this Lenny, but in 1999, when I was at Belvedere, they asked me, it was an honor to be the starter at the Island open, which was held at Belvedere, the, the club that I was at. Before you go any further, uh, this ties in very nicely with this week's episode because Trevor Giggy was our guest this week. And we did mention that you guys work together at the same time. We did, and his and his old man Ron Giggy, a legend. Yeah. Uh, haven't uh, anyway. So yeah, Trevor and Ron Giggy, great guys. So yeah, so they they asked me to uh, to be the starter. And I think it was an Island Open. I'm just going to go with that. And I meant I heard his name on your pod, uh, Golf Pro. His name is Kevin Champion. Yep. And he was near the the last groups of the day, which means they were playing really well going to the second day. And I decided for a fun ad lib. Yep. That I would say next on the tee, please welcome Kevin puts the champ in champion. Nice. <laughs> no, it was terrible. Crickets. He <laughs> gives me a look. No way. And, and I'm sitting and God love him. Thank God he striped it down the middle. But the whole time I'm like, who am I? Like, it's not like I'd be like, Lenny doesn't like Thai food, but prefers curry. <laughs> like, just just really like. So the moral of that was stick to the script. Okay. <laughs> So fast forward to 2016, I'm working at uh, the Western Bear Mountain Golf Resort where we are hosting a Champions Tour event. Yeah. The yeah, Pacific the Links Pacific Bear Mountain Links. Championship. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, as luck would have it, I don't know what straw was drawn, but uh, I got the tap on the shoulder to say, Chris, would you like to be the starter and announce these legends of the game? And uh, of course, I'm honored. I'm like, yep, absolutely. I, I have experience. That's incredible. <laughs> <I'm>, uh, <laughs> I remember my days in, in PEI. Yeah. Um, so I'm on the first tee and it was awesome. Uh, one of the, the, the gentlemen from the tour, he was just celebrated. I think he's been with the tour for 40 years. His name is Keith Fig Newton. And he's like, Chris, you don't have to overthink this. Here it is. Just their name and, and where they're from. Um, and, and, and the only time you go off script a little bit is if they're the Charles Schwab Cup winner, which is Bernard Langer at the time. Yeah. Or if they're a member of the World Golf Hall of Fame. Yeah, because because, you know, the drill, like if I was saying, you know, if I introduced uh, Tom Kite and I and I mentioned all the championships, we, you know, it'd be the slowest day of play ever because I'd be there till Christmas, you know, right. Not like, right. you know, when Phil Mickelson chirped Tiger Woods for saying yeah, all the yeah, championships. Yeah, 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 I was just yeah. trying to avoid that anyway. Yeah. So that's it. So if they're a member of the World Golf Hall of Fame, their city and away they go. Um, so we're getting to the marquee groups and the person that asked me to, uh, uh, to be the starter, the, the owner of the company, he was, he walked up and he's like, Hey, Chris, how's it going? I'm like, you know, I'm nervous, but I'm having fun. It's great. And, uh, while he's chatting with me, uh, a golfer that you probably heard of, his name was Ian Woosnam. Yeah. Woozy. To me. Yeah, yeah. Woozy. So Woozy is paired with Marco Mira and Colin Montgomery and Mark's a member of the world golf hall of fame. And Colin's a member of the World Golf Hall of Fame. Okay. And, <laughs> yeah. and Ian isn't. And he comes up to me and while I'm talking to the owner, and he's just like, hey, uh, hey, Paolo, what are you going to say before my name? And I was just like, oh, uh, am I saying this right? Is it Oswega, Wales? Is that where you're from? Oswega? He's like, no, no, not where I'm from. 
what are you going to say about me? And I'm used to sticking to the script. So I don't know what I'm supposed to say. And I was like, uh, and he's like former world number one masters champion. And I'm like, uh, yeah, my owner behind me. So it's like, Oh, he'll say something. So he, he, he took the pressure like, off. Seriously me. irritable. He was just, I think he knew the drill. That yeah. Yeah. For other people, they're getting the accolades, member of the World Golf Hall of Fame, and he wasn't. So anyway, so fast forward, I go, please welcome member of the World Golf Hall of Fame, Colin Montgomery. Boom, swipe Colin down, Montgomery. stripe down the middle. Right. Uh, now please welcome former world number one, Ian Woosnam. Right. And just as luck had it, I'm looking at Colin, and Colin. You know, he's steadfast and he just yeah. kind of, his face cracks a bit and he kind of looks at me when I said it and no big deal. Ian throws one down the middle, drives it down the middle and then member of the World Golf Hall of Fame, Marco Mir, striped down the middle. Yeah. As they're walking away from the tee, Ian, he's a short guy. He's walking yeah. real quick, but yeah. he's looking at me. He's got the thumb in the air. He's like, all right, yeah, it's going to be a great day. And uh, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't think twice of it. Actually, that's a lie. So then later on that night, I thought about this. So I did a little research and I was like, why isn't Ian Woosnam in the Hall of Fame? And it took me two seconds to read a couple articles where it's it's it was the unknown snub of Ian Woosnam wins a major, not a member of the World Hall of, Golf Hall of Fame. Colin Montgomery didn't win a major, is a member of the World Golf Hall of Fame. So I put two and two together that there was some friction there. Yeah, yeah. And it was further uh, confirmed the next day. Uh, Woosnam, I don't think he had a great day. He had an early tea time. He was playing with a couple other guys, and he walks up to me and he goes. You don't have to say anything before my name today. Because <laughs> he wasn't uh, playing with Colin. Exactly. He was trying to do some mind games. Um, the good news. <laughs> so that is a true story. And, I, you know, there's not the worst when someone says, this is a true story, because why would I tell you lies? But uh, that's uh, unbelievable. The, 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 the ultimate conclusion of this story is I'm really happy in 2017. So not even a year after. Ian Woosnam was accepted as a member of the World Golf Hall of Fame. So oh, no, no more way. drama. Okay. He's in okay. there like swimwear. So uh, I yeah. love it. No, it was good. So that's that's your starter story for the week. And that's I got uh, I got a few more. But yeah, that's uh, <laughs> it's fun. Oh, Chris, that's unbelievable. All right, buddy. Listen, we don't like to drag these things on. So thanks very <laughs> much for joining us. And uh, and we'll see you. We'll hear from you. New next. favorite player, Ian Woosnam, Hall of Fame. All right. See you, bud. <laughs> All right, once again, big thanks to little brother Chris. Yes. Um, he was wanting to know whether this story was better than his previous story. Um, I'll let you guys decide on that. Um, we are, we, we're, we try to keep this as short as possible. There's just a lot of talked about right now. But yeah. uh, I do want to go right into our this week's Valero. Actually, once again, talk about last week. I was doing up the scores from last week's the well, WGC. By the way, the money that they get in the WGC is ridiculous. Like yep. You win one match and you're 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 making a ton of money. That said, uh, just going down your picks, you had Kevin Kisner, Cameron Smith, Patrick Reed, who made zero, Justin Thomas, um, Kisner made one hundred thirteen grand, Smith seventy five grand, Thomas forty one grand. And I'm, I did realize rounding down after the fact that I picked. So did so did I. Two people from in the, the same, same group. Same group. What a stupid. Uh, that just goes to show you how win. out of it we were last yeah. week. Anyhow, I had stuff. Corey Connors, Ian Poulter, Max Homa, and Colin Morikawa. All of them cashed, the biggest of which was Ian Poulter with 189000 Uh Max Homa made 113000 and Connors and Morikawa just made 
eh, 35 to 38,000. So, buddy, I'm up 4-3 at this stage. Um, All right. And uh, we are going to look to... Everybody likes the comeback story. No, everybody does. Everybody does. And I did... I. I did take some time. I took some riskier picks for this week. Okay, perfect. Uh, at the Valero, um, and uh, I'm going to go with my my top twenty pick for the Valero is my Canadian boy once again, Roger Sloan, who who's uh, he's my steady Eddie. You're gonna you're gonna ride that horse till he pays. I, well, <laughs> he almost did last week. Anyway, uh, I'm going to put money on him. Uh, he's paying six point five, not you know surprisingly lower than. Uh, normal uh to to finish top 20 but anyway he's my top 20 pick 6.5 to 1 for top 20 redstone okay for my top 20 pick i'm going to take cameron champ i don't know why i'm that's a risky one he has been playing not great this year so far but i, li- but I like i like a wild everybody, horse everybody likes a comeback story oh, all right. right so my top 10 uh i'm going with sam Ryder, uh seven and a half to one uh, bet 10 make 75 i wanted to get over like the you know like over 40 bucks on a return on a 10 dollar bet so there were there i did have someone else um i'll i'll let you know at the end but anyway what who's your top 10 pick uh lanto griffin i like that one yeah yeah that's he's a good paying one. 50 for a 10 dollar bet so, so he's five to one yeah i guess i don't i 50 I, on a 10 dollar bet plus 400 yeah okay it's 50 yeah so bet 100 make four um so yeah, that's that's a that's a good bet. I like that one. Um, and my top five is uh, is a risky one. By the way, I don't know. Hopefully, this isn't screwing your top five pick. But Charlie Hoffman was the one that I was going to throw in there. No, a top ten pick. So anyway, I'll keep him in. Maybe for, for save him pick. in the. Uh, he's in the taxi squad. Now I'm for my top five pick. I'm going with unless he's having some sort of. I I feel like Joel Damon has been there for so long and he's been playing near top golf now that he has broken through and i've seen it a couple of times this year where like the follow through the next week look at lee westwood even Corey connors like all these guys billy horschel horschel they've played well the following week you know like it's not that long from sunday to thursday so i'm going with joel diamond and and the, the rate is good it's 15 to 1 for a top five pick that is good i'm i didn't go anywhere near as aggressive as that i went with uh a good old Texas boy. You can play those uh, Roy, Roy McAvoy, Texas wind shots. Ryan Palmer. I was going to say it's Jordan Spieth. No. He's a Texans boy he as is well. Too, Ryan Palmer, the, top Ryan five. Ryan Palmer, top five, yep. You may not even get anyone in your in your top 25. Well, I don't, yeah. Anyway, so. Um, so you're saying I'm not going to see much green out there? Uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't bet the house on those ones. But, uh, hey, you know, I wouldn't bet the house on mine either. You just never know. Uh, anyway, so those I are our picks. betting on golf is just so hard. You this is why I like, good. I like the top 20, top 10, top five. Because I've already made more back. I think I was last time. I never got a chance to make the bets from last week. But I'm up like 35 bucks or something. I just feel like you just need one to make your money back for the other two. Yeah. That's what you're. Well, that's what we're going um, for anyway. Quickly though, on ga- on gambling in general, when you go to play golf yourself, yeah, do you? First of all, do you gamble? Got about a hundred different games going on every okay, single. You do. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Can you just Love go play it. a team with three guys and just play? No. Non-tournament golf, go to Fox and just play without playing no. something. No, really. And those are generally my worst rounds anyway. Need so you something to get me going? Really? Yeah. See, yeah, I play way better when just go out there with three guys and play. Yeah, from lifting up your ball and cleaning it off. No, no, you know, play by all the spe- specific rules. I just 
All the Pacific rules. I think I get too focused on the side games instead of worrying about the actual game that we're out there to play, golf. I know. Think about how many holes you're up. Okay, we, there is we, that we saw angle to it. Yeah, sure. Sure. I, I get that. I just, I like having that pressure, right? You know, it, it prepares you for other situations. So, you know, if you know that you've got to make, uh, have a good hole here, say on 17 Fox or something like that, you need to have a good tee shot, blah, blah, blah. Then, you know, that got to help you down the road. Okay, so if you go out there to play, especially with, you, spaghetti legs yeah, there, you know, maybe no, maybe you should start playing. I've a little been doing bit more. Di- uh, my legs are getting stiffer. <laughs> are you uh, okay? So you go out there to play with uh, three other guys, yeah. and one of them or two of them are like, nah, nah we don't want to really, we don't want to play side games. Like we just want to come out and play. Like, yeah. does that kind of put a di- put a damper on the no, round? No, no, not no, not at all, not at all. I'll, I mean, I'm gonna always throw it. And anybody want to play a game, whatever, we can do this, that, because that's the best part about golf is like. You can play like you can play strokes given to even things up. You can play wolf, which is a game that kind wolf of is awesome. wolf is awesome. Um, but you can play all these different types of games, and you know to make it fair. But the the worst part is that when you tee off and like it's to- you know it's not going to be a fair fight, right? Like that's that's the worst. And <laughs> I don't know. I the other I, part that I, I every s- time I think that it's not a fair fight, it always ends up being a fair fight. Yeah. So I don't know. The only other part I don't like is if you do some kind of match it's two on two you end up having like if all four guys are competitive and they want to win you mm-hmm. end up with that little like it almost became not fun round it became like competitive round because well, you're trying yeah, well i suppose a little bit i mean i look at it like simulator golf right so every week we play a skins game and we were talked about that before but uh you know so it's me pudge uh scotty morton and tyler murphy we play every sunday and we'll always have some sort of game in our in our foursome and the other day, now, in in my opinion, like Scotty and Pudge are pro, like are like the best of those four, in my opinion. And anyways, so but as, as we flipped the tee and it was even, so it was like, okay, me and me and Murph are taking on Scotty and Pudge, and we beat them at at the end of the day. And I was just like, wow, all right, well, you know what? Maybe we are a lot closer than than yeah. I think, you know, and all of that. But I will say that Scotty is on fire right now. He's been under par almost every round. Real golf's coming soon. I know, buddy. I can't <laughs> wait. No more gimme eight footers. Oh my god, I'm not gonna be able to make an eight footer for my life. <laughs> Haven't putted one in seven months. All right. Yeah, let's wrap it up. And yep. uh thanks very much for listening, everyone. Thanks, and Chris, Trevor, everyone for uh coming yeah, big on. Big time, big time. And this time next week, well we're I'm I'm predicting that we're gonna be a bunch of days of rain and we're gonna be all depressed and stuff, but no. We're in April. There's golf courses opening up in April, and we are one step closer. One step closer. All right. Take care, everyone. See you next time. Bye.